So tell her about what you said to us. Oh, do you podcast? Do you have not like a full blown conversation in your mind with yourself? No. What? No way. Explain it. No way. Explain it. That's it's really eerie that you're asking me this question. But go ahead. No, like sometimes I'll have a conversation in my head. Yeah. Just before somebody walks up to me because I'm not trying to figure out what they're going to ask and. I don't know if I, well, I, I do, but I think it's more of like my ADHD thing. Like I have to get my thoughts straight. And so I will kind of think about what, what could be possibly saying the best way to word things because maybe that's what I, it is for me too. Then yeah, I don't know. I'm just using that as an excuse, but maybe but, I don't know, <laughs> but I sometimes I, will say it out loud too. So, and then that gets weird. Cause I had, um, I, accidentally butt dialed a friend of mine and I was working out this entire conversation that I was about to have with somebody and she hears it and she thought I was talking to somebody, but I was like, Nope, I'm just talking to myself. I'm crazy. But no, it's not crazy. That's no, I don't everybody does that. Yeah. I, he's the only apparently, one that does it. Apparently not. Cause, uh, you and, um, uh, shit. Adriel, <laughs> Adriel, Adriel, no, not Adriel, Adriel. Yeah, he said no. It didn't happen to him. Either. But you do it. Yeah, I do it. You couldn't yeah. even explain how you do it though. That was the problem. But that's what I. She just pretty much explained it to me. Like I mean, like because like I'll. I'll it's not always. You know, it's you just have sometimes. Anxiety some, I guess sometimes like I know. I just know the conversation is not going to be pleasant. Just the way I see them coming towards me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know, like, and I'm just like. Are you like, oh, here comes this bitch? <laughs> no, not all, not well, sometimes. Well, I don't, but no, like, most, most, most of my people are really nice, usually, you know, like I, I, there are assholes that I have to deal with too. Yeah. But if I have a hundred accounts, which I don't, 92 of them are great. Yeah. You know, then I have the eight that are assholes. But like sometimes it's just, they, they're having a bad day. And they're about and, to take it out on you. And they take it out <laughs> on me, right? And I just sit there and I'm just like, and one day I said, are you fucking serious? <laughs> and she was like, what? I was like, are you fucking serious right now? And she was like, yeah, you need to get your shit together back here. I'm like, I don't have any beer back here. <laughs> That's all the other companies. Like, I work for Budweiser, remember? She was like, oh, I know who you work for. Yeah. I was like, but you know the beer because you've been doing this for 20-something years for this company. And she ended up calling. So my one of the managers happened just go in that store later on that day anyways. And, uh, she was like, Oh yeah, by the way, um, can you tell your rep, can you tell your rep that I'm sorry? I was having a really bad morning. <laughs> I think I probably yelled at him for stuff that he has nothing to do with. Well, at and least she, she apologized. Yeah. And then she, and then she said, and then she texted me and she's like, Hey, uh, I don't know what happened this morning, but I'm sorry for, uh, going off on you for stuff. That's not yours. I was like, Oh, I was like, I was, I was like, it's cool, not a big deal. But I was just—that's why I asked you, are you being secret? I was, I was, that's why I asked you, are you being serious? Because you, we mean you have a great relationship. And I was yeah. like, you know, I was like, that's why I was just curious. And she was like, yeah, I got I got a bunch going on and this and you know. So I just was just wasn't ready for that. So I, because when she was walking up to me, I thought it was gonna be like a, so I wasn't ready. Yeah, it was about to be a confrontation. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I just don't ever have a conversation before I have a conversation. Like you never I said really earlier, think about what you're going to say. No, really. Mm-mm. Like you don't. I mean, not like not like you. I think okay. So this is oh, here comes Raul. What dumb shit is going to have to say? <laughs> like you don't have a thing like that. That's talking to yourself, kind of. 
No. Wow. Oh, great. This fuck's home. <laughs> Does he not know we have neighbors? He has Bubbity's music. It's not like, like I, like I told you earlier, I yeah. gave an example of, like, say if I'm working out and I want to quit oh, myself, yeah. I'll tell myself, don't be a bitch about it. Yeah. But, like, to actually just think about what I'm going to say. I mean, I guess we all kind of think about what we should think about what we say before, say, we, before say we say it, yeah. it. But, like, I don't have a whole conversation in my head about it before I talk. I think maybe it's not me talking, not having a conversation. I think it's just analyzing the way she's walking or he's walking towards me. Because I can tell just the way they walk past everybody else to get to where I'm at is what kind of conversation it's going to have. If they don't speak to anybody else, that means the conversation she's about to have with me or he's about to have with me is going to be your driver, your company, you, or something like that is about yeah. to come out of their mouth. Because I think the thing, like, it's like that book I told you to read. Yeah. It's like when you're having a conversation, you're not thinking about what you're saying next. You're listening, listening. to what they're saying, absorbing mm-hmm. it, and then you choose to answer back with something that's beneficial, not just what you want to say. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, when, it, for example, this one store I have, it, no matter what, it's always an issue about something, yeah. you know, either I forgot to tell him what his total was for the next day, or I have my driver, instead of putting it in this stack, he put the six pack in the wrong stack or whatever. For some reason, we're the only people they come to. They don't, they have, they have management's phone numbers. They have driver supervisor's phone numbers. They have everyone above us phone numbers, but they don't ever talk to call them. I want to say it to your face. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I'm sorry that my driver put that one six pack instead of stacking on all the other Bud Light, he put it on the Ultra. I'm sorry it's your, and I've, I've said this, I'm sorry your employee had to move one case of beer <laughs> to get to the Bud Light. My bad. Sorry. And then they'd be like, why are you being an asshole? I'm like, I'm not being an asshole. I mean, you're being a dickhead yeah. for one fucking thing. But you don't have to have a tone because they have a tone. No, you're right. And no, when I'm saying it, it's back like, oh, you know, it's not like, I'm just like, oh, wait, sorry. He did what now? Mm, it's more. I know you. Come on now. No, I'm, I'm being serious. I match energy. I match energy. If somebody no, comes at me, I'm, I'm defensive these... <coughs> and it'll be me. Oh, no. <laughs> I used to be like that, but these people will lie on you in a second. Uh, so how'd you get started in your business? Oh, gosh. The, you know, it's been so long. It's kind of hard to pin down exactly what it was. But it, it started with, I was a dance teacher. I taught ballet and lyrical and jazz and all of that and it started with me making dance costumes i got um uh, sergers and sewing machines so that i could actually make the costume that i envisioned in my head for these girls and then um (laughs) and then years later um there was a night at fox and hound um where i where it was like it was like a Halloween thing, and I dressed as a Victoria's Secret angel because I was obsessed with Victoria's Secret at the time. But I had realized at that point that everything that Victoria's Secret had, everything that any of the lingerie stores in town had, were all the same. It was so mass-produced. And then helping a friend move, she had a lot of the same sets that I did. And I'm like, gosh, we are all wearing the same crap. And we spent so much money on it. And so I, you know, fabric shopping, found this really beautiful lace that I that I really loved and started playing around with it. And I made a couple of pieces and I'm like, this is really cute. And then a friend of mine told me about Etsy and I started an Etsy shop and uh, really in like the first like year or two of starting that Etsy shop, it just kind of really took off. Now it's not Etsy's not the same as it used to be. Um, 
it's really oversaturated. But back then, I was like a real like niche product, and it did well. I liked it. But yeah, that's kind of how I started. So what all do you design? Um, oh, gosh. Um, well, I'm kind of all over the place. I, I'll do a lot of like really comfortable underwear and sleep sets. Um, obviously, lingerie, more naughty stuff. The name is Naughty Naughty. Um, nightgowns, robes. I do swimwear, um, loungewear, just anything that's like comfortable and and makes you like feel good wearing it as like a woman. Like feels like cute and sexy. And if it's undergarments, that's what I do. So, what's the turnaround time? Um, well, it used to be, uh, before my son started pre-K, cause I'm like a one man band. It used to be about six weeks and now it's like one to two weeks. Okay. Yeah. But it's like people will order from me and can give me their measurements and then I will make it to their, you know, specific requirements. So it's all custom. Yeah. Do you make men unaware? I... Like, are you talking like masculine underwear or feminine underwear? Masculine male underwear. I would no, like to purchase a not, pair. I have not. I have not. Gotten I can add into it that. to my nighttime. <laughs> Tell have... her about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so I have uh, nighttime underwear, going out underwear, mm. work underwear, and they're all three separate, three stacked in my dresser drawer. It's nighttime right here, uh, going out right here, and work underwear right here. What, what are the differences in the underwear? The going out underwear are my, like, fun prints, you know, and stuff like okay. that. Uh, my work is express, and uh, my uh, going out, my going, I mean, my uh, nighttime underwear are whitey tighties. So those, like those are like your period panties. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I'm about to get fucked panties. <laughs> but, I mean, I just, I've always kept them separate and I've always had the whitey tighties. Yeah. So what is the nighttime underwear? They're like raggedy? Like have holes in them and shit? No, 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 no. Not like that fucking picture you made of me. <laughs> but like, when they get a hole, they go in the disposal. <laughs> Since when? Hey, man, we don't have to. T- you don't, you know, why are you always going to embarrass me on here? Honest hour, man. Uh, no, actually, I mean, some of them might have like a little tear on the waistband, you know? Like, mm-hmm. but that's part of it. I'm a guy. That's part of life. No, it's not. Maybe for not for you. Does your husband have any underwear? That- oh, absolutely. Boom. Absolutely. That's so, nothing to be proud of, man. So you could you could use him as an example to I, make the mail. I could. And I actually have thought about it. Um, there's like one piece of. Equipment that I do not have that I would need to make men's underwear. Oh, okay. And so that's the only reason why I haven't gotten into it. Um, because, again, like, I really, you know, I'm, like, all over the place in what I make. I'll just get in, like, this, like, super ADHD mode and just start going everywhere. And, and men's underwear is something that I've been interested in making. But I have had men who like to cross-dress who have purchased from me. Yeah, that's a, your. Uh, <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm like, where are we going with this? <laughs> you could have some fancy panties, man. I will, yeah. yeah. But no, like you know, everyone has a pair of underwear or a couple of pair of underwear that have like a little elastic band tearage or mm-hmm. a little hole right here by the elastic thing. I'm sorry, you don't, man. Sorry. I mean, once it gets a hole, it's just trying to throw it away, man. No, no. Absolutely, absolutely not. That hus- <laughs> the hole's not going to mend itself. 
you know, I need your husband here to defend me on this because <laughs> he can back me up on this. Like, it's a pair of underwear that feels so good when you wear them that you're like, oh man. This, I, I, and then, but if the hole gets too big, it's, you know, then you have to let him go. Yeah. Or if another hole develops, then you have to let him go. Did you see the. Do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? I've watched a few episodes. I have on the most the recent uh, season. Is it a new season? Like last year, they oh. had a new season. And there's this guy, he's a doctor, and Larry goes to see him. And Larry, the guy bends over and he has holes in his underwear. <laughs> and then Larry's like, Do people see this all the time? And the guy's like, Yeah. He's like, That's why your sales are down. Like, nobody wants to come see you because they can't trust a doctor that has fucking holes in his underwear. <laughs> Just throw them away, man. I'm telling. Let them go, man. There's no good memories. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I don't have any currently. I don't think. I mean, you're not financially strapped that bad. You can't get underwear that isn't holy. That is true. <laughs> but sometimes it is hard to find replacements for some of your favorites. I mean, not me because I can make my own. That's but. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I have done that. I'm like, oh, they don't make this anymore. So if you That's saw if you were on a date with a guy and you saw him bend over and he had holes in his underwear, would that like kind of turn you off a little yeah, bit? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, first off, well, if if we're on a date, I expect him to not be wearing holy underwear. I, mean, I don't have holy <laughs> underwear. In my nighttime underwear. I have some of my nighttime underwear. Not- so that's that's even weirder. So you go home after a night out. Do you take a shower? When after you come home from a night out? No. But then you change into new underwear. It just seems like you have a lot of laundry. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, I mean, but what is so nighttime? So, the nighttime underwear, I like... Is Monday through Friday only? Unless we go out. Then it's... <laughs> then the, the going out becomes the, that Saturday night's underwear, too. Like, I don't change from the going out into... Like, I don't... You're making me sound like a fucking woman here, man. <laughs> no, you just sound like a fucking weirdo. No, like, I don't... I, I know, I don't change my underwear. Like, if we go out... Like, like so we went out last night... The underwear I went to bed in is the underwear that I wore when we went out. Who went out? I said if we went out. Oh. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's to me is just weird. You know what? <laughs> Christmas coming up. You're fixing Nick, to get some, Nick and Brad bought you underwear. You're, I told them. you're fixing to get naughty, naughty. Um, I told the first uh, edition men's. Yep. Brad was like, what should I get Ralph for Christmas? And I said, give him some underwear because he has holes in his underwear. <laughs> and so he bought you some underwear. And, and I, I think and I still I still wear them. The express ones are actually the ones Nick bought me uh, for my birthday that I went to work. It's four or five pair or something like that. Yeah, just uh, abandon anything that has holes in it, man. And abandon the stages of underwear. Underwear is underwear. No. See now that see I'm. But you're not. A, you're, he's not a woman though. He's not no. trying to be sexy. Does your husband have different underwear for different events? No. <laughs> <laughs> see, my husband's more of the lazy side. That's he's got. He's holes. definitely lazy. Well, no, he's got holes in his underwear. I think it's because he's like, well, what if I forget to do laundry and I don't have any underwear? I'd rather wear one with holes in it than the, you know. He's smart. I, I think that's it's like I they're bet, backups. I <laughs> bet your husband packs more underwear. Than need it for a trip. Probably. I don't know. Boom. But that's like thinking you're going to shit yourself. No, <laughs> that's that's just thinking that you're going to need some underwear. I mean, if you don't change your underwear that much when you're at home, why do you think you're going to change it that much when you're out of town? Because like when I'm out of town. I overpack underwear. Okay, when so when we're out of, out of town, we say we say you wake up, you take a shower. That's one pair, right? 
<laughs> then you come back from shopping, walking around the beach, whatever you wherever you're at, you're sweaty. You may want to take a little shower. That's the second pair. In the same day. That's two pair in one day. So if you're going out of town for four day or three days, technically two, like if it's a weekend trip, how many pairs of underwear are you bringing? I'm taking everything in my bedroom except for my nighttime underwear because I don't want anybody to see me in my white tidies. <laughs> Who's going to see you? I'm just saying, like, maybe I would walk downstairs to get some water or something. And people are like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, oh, what? They're always, you know. <laughs> wow. So everything is, everything is going. So, like, yeah, that entire. Uh, so it's. I think I have like you're gonna bring like twelve pair of underwear. I think I have like thirteen or fourteen pair of underwear in my dresser that are boxer briefs that are all gonna go with me on my next trip. Wow. See now I overpack underwear too, but I choose my underwear based off like my mood and not necessarily my three sections of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and like if you're gonna go to a place that's an Airbnb, there's probably gonna be laundry there too. Who wants to do the washing? I'm on a vacation, bro. But why do you have to want to worry about packing all that shit? And then your bag might be over. Now, I will tell you this. When I went to see my brother last year for Virginia Beach, you know, for the family trip. Yeah. It was great. I mean, I overpacked like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I would have, like, a couple of things on the ground. And my mom like, my son, my son, do you need me to do your laundry, my son? And I'm like, no, mom, I'm good. I have more underwear. She's like, oh, you don't want to take dirty underwear back to Memphis, do you? I'm like... <laughs> I have a bag. For, I mean, I have like a bag for inside the bag. Burned. And she's like, my son, let me just wash it with our clothes. <laughs> Is your son a mama's boy? Oh, absolutely. Yes. He's a sweet little boy. How do you feel about mama's boys? Like as adults? Yeah. Um, I'm fine with mama's boy. Like my husband, he, well, he lost his mom before we'd started dating, but he was a mama's boy. I'm fine with it as, as, uh, as long as there's, you know, like boundaries if the mother is over controlling. So you want to not man, saying that your mom is. I'm just so you want a man that's like respectful of women, but not to the point where it's like the those shows like my mama's boy, like they're running everything. You know, like yeah. I think have you have you seen that show? I've seen like one or two episodes. So like on that show, it's they're like really bad. The moms, yeah, and, and my, the son. I don't yeah. think I'm like that, and I don't think my mom is like that. Maybe we are, but I just don't see it because my no, now now not. when I go see my parents, you know, I went on, I went there on Friday, and there was no food, and my mom got really sad that there was no food, and then she asked me like every three seconds, did I want something? Did I want her to make something? She's not worried about Sam eating, but she's worried about your bitch ass eating. <laughs> they just got they know so they just ate Poor like Sam. <laughs> they just ate like maybe three hours earlier or whatever, right? Yeah. But usually there's like leftover something and she'll like heat, you know, she'll ask me if I want it and I'll say no or yeah. And then she'll heat it up and, you know. And, she, and there's nothing wrong with that. But like, but, but now I could tell my mom that I wanted some like super fucking hard Indian food to make. And she's in that kitchen. <laughs> whisk, whisking it up. It's, it's just, it's just as long as you're not expecting that kind of like. No, no, you you won't get that from like your girlfriend or you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't expect that. Like, that's the thing with a lot of Indian guys like that are like me, like they'll end up getting married and then they'll like think that their wife is like supposed to be like their dad's mom, like their mom. Yeah. Where she's like, you know, they do everything for the, you know, like that's how they were raised and stuff. It's not like that, man. Mm. Well, they generally say you marry somebody like your parent. I agree with that. Which is kind of weird, but it is weird, but it's like, that's what, you know, and it's what you're comfortable, you know, like, um, 
I guess like my husband and my dad are kind of really different. My husband has a little bit of anxiety where my dad is just like super social and stuff. But like, you know, Casey, he's he's a musician and he plays in a band. And so he can he can really go anywhere and be in any crowd. And everybody loves him. He's friends with everybody. My dad's a lot like that. And I think that's mm. what I kind of look for. I don't know. But yeah, my mom is, you know, she'll like when on that trip, I was ironing my shirt. And then I went to the restroom to go do something. And when I, while the iron was hit, heating. Are you the baby? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so when I came back, she had like, I had like four shirts of mine and hung them up. And I'm like, this is the lie. I'm sitting back She's... on my, I'm sitting back on the bed, like recording my mom, like ironing my shit. I was like, this is the life, guys. She seems like a sweet woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. His mom ruined him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little bit. But like she, she'll, you know, she'll, she, anything, it doesn't matter. My grandma, not my grandma, but my um, my niece. She's the youngest in the family, right? She's the last one. She asked. This was like last year or two years ago or something like that. She asked my mom, "Ba, who do you love the most?" Thinking she, her little bitch ass was gonna be chosen. <laughs> and uh, my uh, mom goes, "That's a silly question." And she's like, "Why?" And she goes, "I love your Rahul Nana number one." <laughs> You're number two. <laughs> I think my dad was like number six or seven. Oh, on nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so sad. Maybe because you're the most pathetic, so she's got to love you the most. Maybe. Because no. your other brothers are like doctors, and then we have him. I'm a philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about that. Did you guys see, have you seen the video of where... Of the guy going into like the grocery store and swiping the card, like what people he's there's second people ain't paying for the groceries and stuff. I think I did. He did it to a girl. I think I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. and like you know, Tony sent me and Mark a video like that too. It's just like, what do you think about people do, putting it on social media when they do good things like that? Uh, I I feel like if you do something nice, you should do it and not put it on social media. Um, I have friends who who disagree with me on that because they feel like it it encourages other people to do good things for other people. But it's just like, man, it's kind of like clout chasing. I'm like, just do the nice thing for the person, and, and especially if it's like someone who's really like you know who's not as fortunate as yeah. you. And I'm like, they probably don't want you <clears throat> posting about their. You know, it, with the grocery store thing, I don't think that. I mean, obviously, she was about to pay for her groceries, so it's not that. But, you know, like, when people are, like, doing nice things for, like, homeless people and stuff, and they're posting pictures online, and I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, there's one guy that he doesn't ever show his face. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, you know, if you really wanted, you could, I guess, find out his IP address and track or whatever. But, like, he doesn't show his face ever, and um, he's always like feeding the homeless or asking them. Or oh, one of my favorite ones are like where he'll walk up to somebody and just ask them how they're doing. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, man, look, uh, I'm kind of short on the bus. Do you have like a dollar or two? And the person he's asking for obviously has nothing already, yeah. you know. And the guy's like, "Hey, I'm sorry, man. I only got two dollars, and you know, like I, I'm gonna have to get the bus later too." And he's like, "Okay, cool, no problem." And as the guy's walking off, uh. I guess he's homeless. I'm not, you know, I mean, he asked, he goes, oh, hey, wait, 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 man. Are you going right now? He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, well, yeah, you can have, you can have my dollar and you can have my $2 then because I'll, I'll, I'll get it from somebody else. 
And then, you know, while he's about giving the money, he ends up giving the guy like five, six hundred dollars, you yeah. know, like, and that's all you see. You don't see, ever see the guy's face in the You videos. don't see the homeless person's face. Uh, sometimes you do, yeah. but, but you never see the guy that's giving, yeah. doing the good stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, he's not, I mean, he's got a shitload of followers on his Instagram. Yeah. But yeah. like, he's not ever in the video. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I like, I feel like it does some good. And then I just kind of feel like it's a little exploitative. Mm. I just don't, you know, I don't know. I just think I'm like, okay, if I was in that situation, which I kind of feel like just about anybody could be, make a few bad decisions and, you know, get addicted to drugs, you know, um, have an injury, the pain meds or whatever, get prescribed to you. And you could be in a really, really crappy situation. I don't know if that ever happened to me. I would not want somebody posting my face online uh, with them helping me because I'm like, okay, you're, are you doing this for me? Or are you doing this to make yeah. yourself feel good? But, yeah, that's just me. Yeah, I, I agree with you as far as not filming, but seeing somebody doing something inspired me to do something. Yeah, and that's and that's the double-edged sword of it all. Yeah. That's why my friend argues the opposite. And, you know, um, <clears throat> I found a guy that lives here in Memphis that cuts homeless people's hairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, he um, he was cutting somebody's hair, and I was like, it was just my Explorer page on Instagram, and I was like, oh, you know, I wonder what this is, and I just clicked it, and like the guy hadn't had a haircut in like a year or two or something like that, and he, you know, he sat him down and like talking to him and cutting his hair and shit, and um, I was like, dude, I wish this guy lived in Memphis. You know, that'd be awesome. I could get him on the podcast. He can talk to us. You know, because he he does like he does like he does all kinds of shit. He does he did a um, school supply drive. You know, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff out of his shop and somewhere else yesterday. And like, I clicked on it and it said Memphis. And I was like, fuck yeah! <laughs> so he's gonna come on and you know talk and that's awesome. Yeah, I think sometimes we as people don't realize the struggles that people are going through too. So if some stuff is brought to light, yeah, it's more of an educational thing. Yeah, I agree with that. Like I said, I think it depends on what place you're coming from. But as long as you're actually helping the person, it's just not for show and you take it back after you stop yeah. filming. Give me that money back. <laughs> yeah. Then it's okay, I think. Yeah. But it's I mean, always I see both sides of it. Yeah, I do. I see both sides of it. It's just something that I've always been like, I just don't think I would be comfortable with that. So I see somebody that other day <clears throat> they were arguing with a store about their uh, charger they just bought not working. And he's always talking about he, how he does all his good things, you know, but he doesn't post it because that's not what he's supposed to, you know, it's not meant for that and that blah, blah, blah. And when I saw him arguing with this little guy that barely spoke English, I was like, man, you ain't doing nothing for nobody. motherfucker. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, hey, well, what's up, man? I was like, oh, hey, man. I, oh, hey, I didn't realize that was you. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you arguing with this guy? And the the the, the little worker was like, you know him? I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, he's saying something. Can you talk to him for me? I was like, okay. And, like, I'm talking to the guy that's bitching at the store guy for selling him a bunk charger, as he said. And I was like, dude, that charger was $4. How long do you think it was supposed to last you for, man? <laughs> I was like, if you're really worried about four dollars, 
I can buy you another charger. Yeah. Man, if you just get out of this guy's face. Yeah, that's not worth it. I mean, you're holding the lineup for all these people back here that are trying to check out. Yeah. I think if you spend four dollars for a charger, you should It's like it's a gas station charger, yeah, you know? It's like, like it's gonna yeah. it's not gonna last. I bought one from that guy. It's actually I got lucky. It's actually lasted like a month now. In yeah. my, my car charger. And like I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like it's four ninety nine. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. Those things are going to go bad. I mean, even the nice ones, when you spend a lot of money on them, they still go bad in like six months or a year. It's not like, yeah. Yeah, the Apple cables suck. Yeah. The bricks last longer than the cables. Yeah. You know what cable is really good? The um, Anchor. I have some of those. Anchor chargers fucking charge fast, man. Sometimes even the aftermarket ones like that. They end up coming back with some weird message saying this doesn't support this device. Oh, yeah. After a little while. So that's what I started doing. My anchor one in my car. So I was like, shit. And then I um, I would unplug it, plug it back in. You know, for like a week I did that. And then I was like, finally, when I saw that person arguing with it, I didn't even know the sort of cell phone chargers. And I just bought one. I was like, hey, I'll take one too. And he's like, okay. And then, you know, I was like, dude, you're really, you're sitting here arguing with fucking 499 charger and you're acting like you're giving back to memphis and all this shit you ain't doing nothing bro no no and i felt so bad for the little teller guy because he really didn't understand what the guy was he was yelling at him about i was like man yeah that's yeah no that's just it's ridiculous so could you make us a bikini yeah I can make like a with this logo on it um, we would have to get either a screen printed or, um, embroidered, but yeah, actually, you know what? I think I can get the fabric printed now. I have a, so how I saw that Amber was post. She looked great. She was in a yeah. black string bikini. Yeah. I got that modeling. off Amazon, but they come from China though. Oh, <laughs> and so I've had, so on the hats, all the companies in America have sent the logo to, they mm-hmm. say they can't make them three inches to fit right here because it gets distorted because there's so much detail and uh, lines and stuff in the image. Um, it, it's even on a vector file. It's yeah. got way too much going on in it, they said. So, but I talked to a friend, our friend Gina, because I text her, you know? Yeah. She said she's going to find out the name of the company she got hers from and she's going to let me know. Yeah. Because the ones I've been making the shirts with, they actually, um, they make a thing called Gang Sheet which has a multiple on one sheet. Yeah. So now I'm thinking maybe the gang sheet will be the size I need. Yeah. Because it has like four or five, like seven or eight logos on there. Yeah. Because they're probably going to be small. I'm, I'm going to order those today when we get done, actually, to see if that will work. Okay. Because like I ordered some hats. It's, I think it's been a month from China. And, you know, they'll be here soon, probably, <laughs> probably next month or so, or ne- yeah. I mean, next week or so. But like I just want them to wear – I can buy a blank hat. If I want to buy a fitted hat, I can make a fitted hat one, you know, and, yeah. just, and just fucking press that thing on it with a little iron. And like making the <laughs> shirts, you know, when I found that company after uh, Andrew told me about them, the one of the podcast guests, and like, you know, it's been perfect. Oh, that's great. So, so do you do screen printing too? No, I don't. I actually, when I used to do screen printing, I went through Eric Evans. He uh, would do all my screen printing and tags and stuff. He does really good work. He like does. his shirts today that I, we used to do at Barbecue Fest are still look good. Oh, yeah. Uh, like he, like, yeah, everything he's ever screen printed for me, I've I've loved. And everything I've bought from his his store, I loved. I miss him. He's great. Well, guy. he was doing all the work. I mean, yeah. he, him and uh, Bubba were doing yeah. all the work, right? <laughs> so like, but... I ordered some shirts and I looked at the box and it, they shipped the shirts from somewhere else. 
they didn't even do them here. So yeah. I was like, well, I don't want to give money to someone that doesn't live in Memphis. Yeah. That's always the whole point of keeping it here in town. Yeah. Like, you know, I was like, because on the box I still use for all my t-shirts I keep in, it still shows where it got shipped from and everything, like the little UPS label. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> what do you think is going to change over time or something? What do you mean? You're like, it still says the same label. It's, the label's going to be the same. No, no, I'm saying. No, I'm saying like, wait, you know, who shipped it to the, this person here in town? I'm like, God damn, bro. Like, I gave, I wanted just to rip the label off me. You won't see it anymore. Or turn the label around. Yeah. It's scribble just a on constant it. reminder. <laughs> scribble on it, dog. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe those conversations you should have a little bit more with yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, does this sound dumb what I'm about to say right now? Nah. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason why you don't do this, because you actually can listen back to what you're saying. Yeah, oh, like, God bless, my friend. <laughs> what? So how would you do the, a bikini like that? Oh, I would get the fabric, have it either screen printed or embroidered, and then I usually cut out the pattern after it's um, screen printed. Some people do it the opposite way, but um, I... That if I do it this way, I don't have to worry about centering. It's just already centered. Yeah, because I've seen that. Uh, what do they use? Also, those direct garment printers for some uh-huh. stuff. Uh, I want one. Those I have are no so reason to fucking have cool, man. <laughs> That's what this is. Oh, no, really? This is. Uh, I think this is like a heat press. Oh wait, the ones that we have. Yeah, those are direct garment, and like I didn't know until. This guy we had on the podcast was saying, oh, those are Dichi or whatever. Uh, I was like, well, he's like, direct comment. It's a computer that just prints that shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. He's like, bro, I can get that hoodie for you for $20 right now in Memphis printed. I'm like, damn, okay. And, you know, now I started ordering my shirts from, shirts and hoodies from Jiffy shirts. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is like so fucking cheap. Yes. Like I bought 13 shirts today that'll be here probably in a couple of days. For eighty bucks, yeah, you know, and like they're like like five bucks a piece, yeah, and like they're barely canvas, yeah, and so oh, yeah, so like shirts. you know like it's like shit. All right, now I got the now we got the t shirts down. Now we just gotta get the hats down and then bikini down. Shoot. I'll get you a bikini. You need to learn. You know, you, ugh, I can't talk. You need to learn how to screen print. Me? That's a whole thing. That's where you yeah. go like this with the... Sh- sh- well, yeah, but you've got to have like... Because I've looked into it um, just because, again, I'll get into this little ADD fit and I'll just start hyperfixating on different crafts that I really do not have time for. And screen printing is one of them. But it's just like you you have to invest like thousands of dollars into equipment and I'll, you have to have a lot of space for it because... You're you're probably going to need four or five different setups to to make it work, but um, they do have little kits at like yeah. Hobby Lobby where you can or well, Michaels or whatever, and you can screen print. What's them. good for us is that the logo only has one color. Yeah, the oh, shirt is, is black easier. and it's gold. Yeah, you know, so or yellow. I'm sorry. Yeah, and like so that's that's a benefit. So I don't have to have two screens. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because I know Hastings bought one of those screen printing. Kits off Amazon. Remember when Thacker and then bought them? He had like a real one though. Oh, like a oh, like okay. a five station thing or something. Mm-hmm. But I think they would last longer than the heat transfer. Are those are those fading? What the heat transfer ones? No, but I'm saying if people keep washing, they're going to start peeling. Oh yeah. So finally, my so DJ Epic was on here long, about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and he gave me a T-shirt and like. It, after all this time I've worn it and washed it a hundred times, it's finally starting to peel a little bit on yeah. like what his name was, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the F or whatever. 
and uh, or the P. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's and, got to be an F. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so like, so let me say he's and he just hit me up about um, um, the this logo that my friend has on his podcast. And he's like, well, how does he get away with it? I was like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, he, he changed his logo, though. Yeah. And um, he was just like, well, I need to talk to this guy. I was like, I'm not going to give you his information, man. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> Talking about juice box? Yeah. Do they have similar logos? No, his logo is kind of like Bass Pro Shop. Oh, I gotcha. So, so his logo is like Bass Pro Shop, and then... Uh, Epic was making um, a logo kind of like Bass Pro Shop when he was doing the rooftops up there. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the pictures from la Friday night, he didn't have them anywhere. Oh, yeah. So we he, were up there Thursday. So he had to take the thing down. I'm sure they didn't tell him to stop using that graphic. And because um, I asked him, I was like, did you make those hats? I was like, you just need to give them away. You won't yeah. get in trouble if you just give them yeah, away. They're not going to send you a cease and desist that they've threatened to send you. After the first night of doing your party, what does it look like? Wait, you did he get a cease and desist? Like, how close does it look to Bass Pro? Oh, it's the Bass Pro logo, color, and everything. But instead of Bass Pro, it says DJ Epic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because this guy doesn't even have a fish. It's a. It looks like a ha uh, microphone. But you can yeah, tell. Usually, it. they don't send the cease and desist. Oh, Let yeah, that's it. definitely best pro. But usually, oh, they yeah. don't it, unless now, it's. Um, so this is different. So this is his, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have. Let me pull it. I up. would have gone with the pyramid. Yeah. See, like Using you had to change it, change it a little bit at least. You know, you're gonna put like a tiger or something. It's just Memphis. The fish. You could do one of those. What's my husband? He fishes the Mississippi. He's those flathead catfish. These big ugly things. You See, and that's the, the one out. he. So his is. Oh yeah, that's way really different. Di yeah, yeah. Right. So it's not going to be like. Yeah. Because I mean, it, yeah, it was a pretty spot on um, copy. But usually with those things, they don't really go after little people. I, no, I just, he's DJing at their actual well, Bass Pro. So <laughs> the thing was when he did that. Like it pissed the it pissed like the like the people off that hired him. They almost took his fucking shit away from oh, him. Oh, see now he so he did that and then went to a Bash Pro event to play. So yeah, and at the behind so behind him he had that logo that fish, <laughs> and they were like, "What the fuck is this?" Like you wrote, you completely ripped the logo yeah, it's off. Definitely copyright infringement. So I'm gonna have to show him. I'm, I'm gonna send him a picture of his again and this guy's. I'm like, dude, you also nowhere the same. Yeah, like. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, that is ballsy. I kind of like it though. I I'm do like, too. And he sent me that picture. He's like, "What do you think about this hat?" If I make this in a hat, I was like, "I would buy that," and so would everybody else. But then he's like, "What do you think I'll get in trouble?" I was like, yep. "If you give them away," I was like, "Just order this from the place I told you in China, man. You'll get twenty. You give them out or forty, whatever you want. It takes about a month, and you'll you people will love them, dude." Yeah. Is he and, gonna do it? He said he's not sure if he wants to pull he the trigger. He just needs to change the color. Just order so one, it. then. Order one yourself. I think I'm going to do that. Oh, that's right. I have the logo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, DJ Epic, how you doing, sir? <laughs> he's like, stop. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to order them and pass them out. <laughs> yeah, pass them out. <laughs> yeah, they'll definitely print them out. Courtesy, DJ Epic. Here you go, man. Here you so go. You, you would get it printed here locally? No, it comes from China. Yeah, because they would do it. You might catch some flack from... Yeah. From some other printers, because they could be, they could get in trouble for that too, for actually printing it. Yeah, because I was trying to make a 
I went to Kinko or FedEx office the other Kinko. day. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and I needed a sign made that we, from the, one of our Bud Light signs. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, can y'all make me the sign? And they're like, yeah, sure. And I called them on the phone. And I went there like, oh, we can't we can't make a sign. This is called copyrighted, man. Yeah. Anything that's copyrighted, we can't. I was like, oh, I just asked y'all that. <laughs> we didn't understand. I'm yeah. like, because now I, then I was trying to save a trip to go to the warehouse. Yeah. Right? It was going to cost me like two bucks only. And I was like, fuck, now I got to drive all the way to the warehouse because I'm short one. So, but like, they won't, they won't touch it. Yeah. Cause they, yeah. Cause especially with a big company like that, that there's money there to be made by yeah. suing them. Yeah. He just needs to tweak that logo a little bit more to skirt the line. Like, that's too close. Because it has the fish in the Bass Pro too, right? Instead of like an oval, let's just do a circle or do the do yeah. the pyramid. In the There's background. definitely ways to get around stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, like, oh, I'm sorry. What are they really going to do? Are they really going to come and sue you, man? Like, I mean, what are they going to get? <laughs> that's the real thing. Like, they're going to sue you just to stop. But you know? it's, it's it makes it seem like they're supporting him by him being at the place and having the same kind of logo. Yeah. Oh, I see. No, but he he didn't use it this past weekend. No, but I'm saying that if they would have let it slide. It looks it, like Bass Pro is sponsoring DJ Epic. Oh, I see. Oh, saying, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Because if somebody was wearing that and you're at the event and you see his banner behind it has a big fish and his name on it, you're like, oh, I didn't know that there was Bass uh, Pros. Bass Pros so doing this now. So it makes sense. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's just too close, man. It, you can tweak it. Like he could change it to something else, but to have it just that similar and then try to make money off it also is, oh, yeah. and being at the place. <laughs> like maybe if he wasn't at the place, they wouldn't even know anything about it. They wouldn't have. But like I, when he sent that out, when I saw that picture, I was like, I looked at the picture that I saw online. I was like, I texted him. I was like, did you get sponsored by Best Pro or something? He's like, oh, See, no, even I mean, you thought that I made that. And he was like. Well, I didn't say sponsor. I was like, when did this happen? Because <laughs> yeah. I just saw the picture. And he was like, oh, no, I, I made that graphic and this. I was like, well, that's not what, like, no, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks cool, but like I said, I can see where the company's coming from that they don't want their likeness out there. Being associated with something that yeah, they, that they're not getting money off of, and they don't have any kind of control over it either. If he goes out and does something stupid, I, t- I mean, like I said, like I've told him to run with it and sell the fuck out of him and all the fraternities he plays in Ole Miss, Are Alabama. You pay his legal bills when he takes your <laughs> shitty advice. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but maybe, Damn, maybe, man. maybe he should just maybe he should just give him out then. But what is that? It's just causing more fuel to the fire. That he, he just needs to change it, man. Yeah, change it and then pass them out. But I'm don't sure, sell them. Yeah, like I don't understand like why you're so just like earlier he was trying to like justify people doing cocaine by just testing their cocaine <laughs> <laughs> and saying don't do cocaine. He's like ah, just test it. Hmm. Man, oh man, oh man, bro. If you're gonna do cocaine, you have a safe environment to get your cocaine tested. Get it tested for free. <laughs> If it's bad, they're going to say, sir, your cocaine is bad. Do you think cocaine is good for you? It's a cocoa leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the stuff that they put diesel fuel in. Do you think that? Oh, man, that-, that was the worst ever, man, when I did that shit. I was like. Oh, 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 oh. But you still did it. I still did it. Wait, and- what is what is, what'd you do? The, apparently when they make coke, they cut it with something else. And they cut his coke with diesel fuel. Oh, good God almighty. <laughs> Something he's snorting and putting in his body. It, this is a long time ago. This is like six two, years ago. Maybe. No, no. This is this is the diesel. This diesel fuel is like 15 or 
almost. You just told us earlier your memory is gone. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Diesel diesel I, that's I don't ever forget. And then when I, when I got, ended up getting an ounce of it, and it was so wet that they were like, my dealer was like, oh, just let it dry out. Just put it on a magazine, and uh, inside a magazine, it'll dry out and soak it up. He's like, if it doesn't, come back to me and see me tomorrow with it. I wake up the next day. I'm like, hey, man, this is still, like, mushy and wet. And he's like, all right, just bring it back to me. I'll get, I'll get you something else. I was just trying to give you some of that new shit, you know? And I was like, wow. You're yeah, the, you're you're lucky that you're not dead, man. And I was like, all right. And then he actually get, he did he did swap it because I was like, ain't nobody want to buy this yet. He's got a great return policy. <laughs> tell her about your tell her about your Jeep story with Coke. That was not me that snorted that, but it was your Jeep. Yes, it was. So it's your story. Tell the story. No, but I'm saying I'm not the one that snorted it. But you probably would have. No, <laughs> no. So we were driving down, can't remember which way, sun beating down. My friend drops his phone and he's looking for it or something like that. No, we were in, I think we were in our other friend's Jeep. Oh, okay. And so <laughs> our friend is driving or I'm driving, I'm driving his, his Jeep was a stick and I think we we're coming from somewhere and our friend drops his phone and he goes and picks it up. Our friend that's in the backseat, not the owner of the Jeep. And he finds a little baggie with a dried up little rock of coke in it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and he fucking sh- and snorts it while we're driving in the Jeep. That coke was probably like seven months old. Oh, my gosh. Oh, goodness. Delinquents. You know, that I remember at Fox and Hound, there was like, um, there was a girl that she would find pills off the floor and just pop them. Wow. And I'm like. I watched her do it one time, and I was like, first of all, that floor is disgusting. Second of all, you don't know what the hell you just <laughs> took. I'm like, oh, it just freaked me out. It's yeah. like uh, that Joey Diaz talks about how, like, he would get so high, and then, like, the Coke boogers would be in his nose, and, like, the next day he would crumble them up and snort them again. I've never done that, <laughs> and I don't I don't think I've known anybody that's done that, but I'm not surprised by that. Who else? Somebody actually, Michael uh, Zellner? No, not Zellner. Uh, Michael Patrick said that. Oh, yeah. He told us that the other day when he used to be on Coke, he would do the same thing. <laughs> this is like, now I just had more. I, was just, I didn't have to pick my nose to get it. You know, I, was, <laughs> I don't know. I've never done Coke. I just don't see the lure of it, man. It's just a fun drug. I, I mean, mean you I, be- I see you on it. You don't look like you're having fun, man. <laughs> oh, Especially that time at Barbecue Fest where you're like mm. laying on the hood of my car. You look like a fucking like a raccoon in lights. <laughs> like my buddy's like, hey, Tony, uh, I think Raul's passed out in the lot in one of my lots. And I was like, this motherfucker. And I go up and he's like laying on the hood of my car. And I'm like, bro, huh, huh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, God damn, bro. What happened? You just put me inside, right? I think we ended up leaving that night. Isn't the hangover brutal? No. Really? I, was doing I heard it, it was. I was doing it so often. <laughs> not like I'm bragging. Let me fucking say that. sound kind of like that. Okay, man. so when I was doing drugs and drinking all the time, it was, it was six days a week. Yeah. Okay? So we would go out. Um, first thing we would do before we went out, we'd go to Dila's house and get, you know, get Get like a couple days worth that we don't have to worry about it, but which is a mistake. First off, because you get the more you have on you, the more you're gonna do. Okay, that's like anything, right? <laughs> Taking notes <laughs> and uh, cocaine one hundred and one. So yeah. like, we end up getting like an eight ball, 
Right, this will last a couple of days. Yeah. Just take, yeah what days. is an eight ball? It's um three and a half grams. Okay. So that's not that much though. Is an it? ounce. It's an eighth of an ounce. Oh, okay. Twenty four to twenty six. Twenty four to twenty seven grams makes an ounce or whatever, something like that. And the shit we were getting was pretty pure at the time. And uh, we got it. We go out and then we drink all night, coke all night, wake up, roll over. I'm like, off hmm. the Jeep. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm like looking in my pockets, making sure I got my, you know, my wallet. I'm looking in my pocket, make my fifth pocket right here, making sure I got the coke, you know, and have it. And, um, I'm like, shit, let me see how much is left. I look at the bag. It's got fucking micrograms in there left. I'm like, fuck, man. Now we got to go buy more. So I'm making a phone call. I was like, dude, did we do all that? We like share with people trying to make it better. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, no, you did it all. I'm like, (laughs) no, I didn't do all of that. There's no way. And he's like, well, I, I kind of did do some. I'll, I did good with bouncing butts. But anyway, anyways, like, and then we would go out the next that same night. We'd go routine dealer, drink. How much you guys want? Don't come here tomorrow. I'll have to meet y'all somewhere because people are gonna have a pattern. Yeah. Hey man, can you meet me at the Circle K over here? Okay, sure. What time? Two hours later, he shows up. Knowing damn well his house is. Three or four blocks away, we could have just gone there. Yeah. But we told us not to come, so we didn't want to piss him off. Yeah. And so we had to wait there. That was the worst. Waiting for a dealer back in the day when I was doing drugs was one of the worst things because you just have to sit there. And this is before you had Facebook and shit. You couldn't entertain yourself. No, you sitting there talking <laughs> to your buddy like, I mean, are we gonna, is he coming? Text him. Page him. Do something. Page him. I'm like, dude, I've already called him one time, man. He's going to get mad. It's like, bro, you called him like an hour ago. All right, I'll call him again. Hey, you coming, man, or what? Because, you know, like, we got to go. He's like, well, go ahead and go. <laughs> I'm like, we're kind of waiting on you. <laughs> and then we'd go out again and do this again. And then and it just became like ten year, like seven or ten years. How much money do you spent on booze and coke in your entire life? From start to currently? Yeah. Tens of thousands of dollars easily, probably. I don't think I spent that on, much on, on drinking. On drinking. Well, wait, wait. Well, if you think like sometimes a tab can be a hundred bucks, bucks for one pop. night. Yeah. So, and if you're going out six nights a week and you're doing coke and drinking, we should do like a budget and just like write down, <laughs> see how much you could. You probably could have bought like a massive house. Oops, sorry, I hit the mic. But massive house to probably at least just me or like all together, like me and our homies. No, just you. Just me. I mean, I can think of 10000 just on credit card debt that I have to keep on getting advanced to get money because I didn't have, again, my job was like fucking seven fifty an hour. Like, of course. <laughs> and, um, probably like, like feed like a village with all the coke. You know, those little things you see at Kroger, the little dollar card, the $3 card. <laughs> probably like, I probably, probably got bought on like 50,000 meals. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, they say $1 feeds three people. And I'm like, how the fuck does $1 feed three people? You know, I asked a little checkout. You know, I was messing with the checkout person. I was like, sir, would you like to donate to the Memphis Union? Or, I'm sorry, the food mission or whatever it's called, you know, or MIFA? And I was like, sure. Do you have a little card? Because I like to, I like to scan the card. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can get you one. I was like, bring me that $10 card. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, hey, bring me a dollar card. I'm like, so I'm looking at the dollar card. I'm going to go. 
This thing says one dollar feeds three people. What are they eating? Water, <laughs> rice. But you gotta think about like that card costs money. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything that you buy costs some money that they have to get down to manufacturing costs. They get it fairly cheap for most of the yeah. shit. So, but I was just thinking, like, you like, know, every, like think about everything's a dollar. I mean, they're making profit off everything in that fucking store. Yeah, Dollar Tree was, you know, that's a dollar twenty-five. I'm like, man, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> You, know? you still get some really good stuff at Dollar Tree, though. Yeah. I mean, you can't, I mean, but like, I would say, f- shit, fifty to $75,000. Jesus. Easily. Yeah. And that was. I mean, over, a, you say like a six-year span? No, probably about 10 years. Yeah, it's probably more than that. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I remember my friends were all broke, always. So right? you were buying their I was buying everything. Booze? I mean, for, and, Coke? And, and drugs for a long time. Because. So yeah, probably seventy five to a hundred thousand. That's wow. more fair. <laughs> but like you know, it was fun. It was fun when we were doing it. You don't ever think about you know. Oh, I need. I could be able to save this money instead. You yeah. know, like yeah. Granted, to have that seventy five thousand to a hundred thousand dollars right now would be great. But you don't even have most of their memories because you forget everything. Yeah, I have forgotten a lot of the stuff that we've done, and nobody really remembers except for people <laughs> that. Because there weren't like camera phones and stuff like today, so there's no <clears throat> no pictures. Yeah. And so shit. like most of the people it's just for the best. So. Yeah, <laughs> I remember one time we're in my Jeep, and it's me and my buddy, and our other buddy in the back seat, and we're driving to um, I can't remember where we were driving to, and we get to the red light, and my buddy goes, "Hey, give me a give me a, give me some rolls." I'm like. Dude, we're not even there yet, man. Just it's gonna hit us really quick. We haven't eaten. He's like, just give me. Th-. I was like, all right, all right, calm down, man. And so I, you know, I give him a couple. I give my buddy in the backseat a couple. He's like, you're not gonna eat any. I was like, bro, we got like like 20 minutes drive. It's gonna hit me before we even get there. <laughs> I know what these are about to do to us. They're like, just fucking eat it. I'm like, all right, all oh, right, Lord. relax. <laughs> we get to the parking lot of. This was headliners back. This was before. I mean, you were probably like two years old when this place was open. Headliners. That sounds familiar. But- and um, we get there, and we, I, I'm. They're rolling their ass off already, <laughs> and I can feel it. It's about to start hitting me. And literally, we didn't even make it into the show. We were sitting in my because we had the top down. It was like you know, like fall, and we didn't even make it. We were just sitting in the fucking car, just smacking our faces off. <laughs> They're like, so they're like, hey, how was the show? I'm like, oh, it was great. It was great sitting in the fucking car with my friends. You know, like, they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, we fucking popped them too early. They go fucked up before we could, and they couldn't even walk to the fucking thing. Oh, goodness. That doesn't even sound enjoyable. Oh, no, it was a lot of fun because, I mean, we, we spent the, <laughs> we were in the car, we were in the Jeep for like six hours, just bullshitting and, you know, having a good time and eating more rolls and... <clears throat> What does the feeling feel like? It's really euphoric. So you know, like when you're on the elliptical and you get that that um, like a runner's runner's high, high like it feel, like tingly, it feels good and shit. That's what it feels like for like a long time. And then your eyes, your eyes just fucking forget about it, man. If this was today and we were in a jeep like that, we were all been arrested. And you know they would pump our stomachs and then put us in the tank. Uh, but like. It, it just it just feels really good. Um, I'm trying to describe it. So the 
when you when you're rolling, there's different stages, and when you're peaking on your roll is when it's the most enjoyable because you're so fucked up. And it just feels so good, but you're not like fucked up. Like where everyone's like, "Oh, what's wrong with that guy?" But not me. It was different because I was eating like everybody eat one. I would eat two or three, you know. <laughs> and it was just, it was just insane. It was just, it was fun. We were all safe when we were doing it. Like you know, that was before they were spiking all this shit. And yeah, like, it was a I great time. Everything. I was watching this show yesterday. <clears throat> it's the second season of it. It's called The Outlaws. It's on Amazon. And this guy was smoking crack. And let me try to find the part of the, the video. I wonder if you felt like this when you were smoking your, I mean, snoring your Coke. Just the way he looked. Let's see here. It's a really good show, actually. What's it called? The Outlaws. It's a Stephen Merchant, the guy from, like, The Office and uh, Extras. Oh, I've seen, like, previews for it, but I haven't watched it. It's really good. They, they got two seasons. This is the really? second season right now. But, like, look at... Here it is. Let's see here. I want you guys to be good fun. It'll make you forget your tale of woe. Is he freebasing it? Yeah, he's freebasing. That's exactly how you. Well, you don't like. You not. You don't. It doesn't hit you that fast. But I can say it's a TV show. But like. It's just an awesome feeling. Like you're sweat, like you got cold sweats going down. It just feels amazing. And the cleaner the roll, the better you feel. Sometimes you won't even wake up the next day feeling like shit. Really? Because some people have really, really, really bad like come downs and stuff. But I think we just built our tolerance to a level where our come downs were like not bad anymore. You know. But like, I mean, I do remember sometimes like. We would stay out all night for like. Th- it's your boy from Tampa. Oh yeah, we would stay out all night for like three day three days, right? And uh, uh, I would leave my car in the parking garage downtown, and we were in Arkansas, and just going from after hour bar to after hour bar to somebody's house to after hour bar, <laughs> then go out that night, you know, and like it was a wild time. Yeah. So as a person that's never done anything, what does this sound like to you? I mean, it, it, it doesn't, it's not anything that appeals to me. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, but I just remember all of the people that were rolling. Yeah. And high on co- like, so like now <laughs> if I was able to have an opportunity to do anything, um, I would have to say no, because I don't know what's in it. You oh know? yeah. The roles are completely out of the question because we're towards the end the rolls got more smacky, which means they had like more like um, uh, meth. They, were, they uh. had meth in them and shit that, you know, like you could tell the difference in a clean high and a clean roll. I'm sorry. And like a a bad roll. Yeah. And um, the bad rolls actually sold for more money. You could get more money for them because your high was when you were peaking, you were just fucking blitzed. Yeah. But um. The cleanest rolls that ever came through Memphis were the White Dove. And those rolls were the best rolls that I've ever had in How any. How much were they? I was I was buying 100 at a time. We were getting them for $14 Whoa. a piece. 
And um, there's no way you only spend like, well, you said cocaine. No, you said drugs and alcohol. There's no way you've only spent less than a hundred thousand. No, but I would, I would also like sell some. I wasn't, we weren't just, oh, okay. no, I'm like, hey, I'm like, so oh. no, no, no. I'll be like, hey, here, you can have, you can have this, just give me 20 bucks, you know, yeah. like, here you go. Like, but I would spend that 20 bucks usually on booze. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Uh, let's go to 150. Let's go to 150. <laughs> but no, like seriously, like, but like, you know. How much were those shots that Nick ordered that one time for y'all? $1,300. <laughs> so you're talking about 75, 50 to 75. She's probably right. It's probably right. Six <laughs> figures. Yeah, probably let's say one, let's say 100,000. <laughs> uh, maybe we can go up a little bit. Okay. You know the plus minus on the, on the election thing? Yeah. Let's just say plus 10 minus 10,000. Oh, but no, man. like, um, but like, the white doves were the best. They were the cleanest. I didn't like them as much because they weren't as uh, aggressive. They weren't as strong for me. I mean, I was so used to like doing so much shit, you know. But like those, those were roles that if they actually made a comeback and somebody I trusted had them, I would actually think about maybe purchasing <laughs> some. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like I don't but but that's the thing, like I have a friend that I told him if he ever gets Molly again to let me know because I'm definitely gonna get it from him. <laughs> Molly is the purest form of sorry, MD, MDMA, aka Molly, uh-huh. is the purest form of ecstasy. Okay. That's before it's stepped on or anything. Um when you see or somebody say they had some Molly the other night or whatever. That's what they're talking about. Okay. Now I did do some brown Molly in <laughs> Florida with a good friend of ours. We went to a bachelor party, and me, him, and another guy. I ended up buying an eight ball of it. The guy's like, "I'm gonna tell you guys right now, it's expensive. It's all I got. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be three hundred fifty bucks." I'm like, that ain't shit. Come on, give it to me. And he goes, all right, um, where y'all staying? I tell him the Airbnb, I mean, the the big house, wherever it was called. He's like, all right, it's going to take me about an hour to get there, but I'm on the way. I'm only coming because the friend of yours that lives down here has vouched for you. I was like, all right. And he gets there finally. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's crystallized in a, a, just like a, it's like a, just a rock. It's like this big. And it's just a rock. It's about this How big. How big? People can't tell. Oh, uh, like, um, <laughs> it's probably like, like, like a, a half. Golf ball? No, yeah, it's a, ball? the golf ball. Golf ball. It's probably like a golf ball size. And it's just pure fucking shit. Like, it was so hard that I had to fucking get like a book to hit, to break it up with, to get, to start, start breaking the crystals down on it. And then... I hid it from everybody but myself because obviously I had to know where it was. When I went back for the next night we were going to do it, somebody else had found it and did about 40% of it. Oh, So God. we all knew who it was because he was acting really fucking weird the rest <laughs> of it. You know, like, so we, 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 we come down and we, we not, not fuck with it until the nighttime again. So he probably watched you hide it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So because we weren't sharing, we weren't sharing with them. I was like, the only people hitting this guys is me, you, and you. Mm-hmm. No one else is welcome. And you guys need to give me some money too, which they never did. <laughs> but, but like, and then oh, then I had one of my buddy, the buddy that lived there. He did a little bit, and 
we found out, I found out when I went back to look for it that somebody had caught, caught it into it. And I look around, the, I, I look around the house because we're all upstairs on the second floor, right? I'm just looking around like, and you see this one motherfucker just with shades on in the middle of the dark in, the, in <laughs> on the second floor when everyone's having fun. I'm like, yo, man, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, did you find where I hit something? He's like, no, nah, bro, I got some from that guy myself. I was like, I might have been friends with you, man. Like, and you took and you stole from like he took from out. Like, now we have so little left. And yeah. he was like, oh man, I'll get you some money. <clears throat> I'll get you some money. I promise. I'm like, no, you need to get the money for me tomorrow, man. Like, I'm not your friend. Like, we're not friends like that. That you can just take my shit. Yeah. And he actually went to the ATM. He ended up getting me four hundred dollars. So he actually paid for the whole thing. Oh, there you go. And I was like, you need to come back with a couple hundred dollars, man, because <laughs> the amount you did was majority of it. Yeah. And they, all my buddies was like, just let it go, man. I was like, no, dude, now, no. <laughs> They're and not I, giving you any money either. No, so I, and I was like, I was like, I was like, I, was like I go, don't, please, don't talk to me the rest of the trip. I'm, I, I became friends with the guy afterwards, you know, I'm like, it's fine, man, whatever, because everyone was like, man, he's really sorry. I was like, <clears throat> All he had to do was, while the guy was there, buy some. Yeah. That's it. You know, Why would he buy if he could steal it? Well, he ended up paying for it anyway. He's, yeah. <laughs> but, like, and that was the purest I've ever had in my life. Yeah. But you're afraid to do ayahuasca, mushrooms, and DMT. That was my past life. You know how, like, when a girl used to be a whore and she's not a whore anymore? She's like, I used to be, I used to be a whore in my past life. That's kind of like me. I used to be a you know, drug addict in my past life. No, once a junkie, always a junkie. Ah, fam. <laughs> now you're not That's why they say they ain't. You're never, compu- I mean, you're never completely cured. Yeah, you're always. about heroin that yeah. you're always addicted. And then you're the person that's always like, oh, if they, if they test it, I can do it. I support doing drugs safely. Yes, one hundred percent. Just don't do hardcore drugs. That's true. They don't really have any real value. Like I've heard, like MDMA is good for. Look, I'm getting like, so excited. You're like half my water went to my shirt. <laughs> MDMA is good for like depression. And stuff it is, like that. and that stuff's the one. But that's in a controlled environment too. Yeah, that's what's gro- like. So the MDMA. Before they press it, like the dealers get their hands on it and step on it and make it into like a roll and stuff. Back in the day, you were able to get that from the dealer's dealer and it was super expensive. And, you know, and none of us were like, man, we could get the same result, you know? Yeah. But like, that was like, so how cocaine is like the rich person's drug, you know? Yeah. That was like the super rich person's drug. That's what they did. And then sometimes when they were so high, when you're so high, you had to do like a bump into a coke to bring you down because you were so rolling your ass off so hard. Jeez. I gotta do a drug to get off a drug. You're doing I mean, like another <laughs> upper though, right? But it's just less of an upper. So it it so yeah. So what? Some one time I didn't think it actually worked, but one time you're I like, was I tried it and it did. I was rolling my fucking. I mean, I was so gone. They're oh, like, God. they're like, Raul. I was like, what's up? They're like, you know, because when you're doing it, you can you can talk to everybody, you know, like, but. One, if your friends don't talk to you for like a second or two and or whatever, and then you you are in a chair or just chilling or like a lounge or something, you're gone. Your eyes in the back of your head just fucking oh. bouncing. And so, mama, so they come up to me, they go, Hey, I was like, What's up? What's up? They're like, Yeah, how you feeling? I was like, Dude, it's the best yet. And they're like, All right, 
10 more minutes and then you have to come down a little bit. I'm like, all right. And they're like, I was like, no, give me 30, give me 30. And now when you're on it, time does not move. So you think it's been, I mean, time just, there's no time, right? It doesn't matter. And uh, they're like, oh, it's been 30, it's been 30 minutes. It was like really two minutes. Yeah. I'm like, all right. And then my buddy goes, here, here's some Coke. And I start coming down a little bit and I'm like, all right, man, this is great. This is really great. And then I could, then I could, you know, they never be able to function more. And I was like, all right. And then like 30 minutes later, it started dissipating. And then 45 minutes later, it was pretty much gone. Holy cow. <laughs> so I love how we've been doing like really positive <laughs> podcasts, like the last couple of years. And then the last two today have nothing but cocaine stories. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't come on thinking that she's only here. Well, about I know cocaine. nothing about cocaine. <laughs> You asked, man. You, I didn't ask. You did ask. You, I didn't want you to go into this detail like an hour and 20 minutes about all your cocaine stories. I've been talking about for but like 10 funny. minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. You're high. Because, <laughs> like, you, these, this episode is for the people that list that don't listen that say they listen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back, back, back. Sorry. Man. Was, yeah. I mean, have some stories that aren't. Drugs, drug stories. Drugs. Yeah. He's like, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get back to you on that one. He's like, give me a minute. <laughs> wow. So you're a mama's boy that loves cocaine. <laughs> used to, used to, used to, used Reformed. to. Farmed. And you still love it. If it was in front of your face and you're fucked up, you would do it. No, I've turned it down. If you're like super fucked up and you know there's no consequences. Like for your job, and it's been tested. Yeah, this is like a little sign. It's like <laughs> you know you're you're snorting that shit, man. I mean, if you're taking that long to think about it, it's definitely yeah. No, I'm gonna have to say no unless I was in a super control environment and I was not. I would have to say no. <laughs> Because I'm gonna tell you You're why. I'm not being truthful. I am being truthful. I'm gonna have to say no. Uh, your mother's life. On my mother's life, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it because. I mean, I just. No, I'm saying it's been tested. No, I understand. You're not gonna get in trouble. Say you you have like fuck you money. You don't have to work. We're say we're out of the country somewhere, and you're gonna be gone for a bit. You're just partying. You get a little. Somebody's like, "Hey, Rod, you want to try this?" That's a yes. Yeah. I'm Just thinking. be honest, man. <laughs> Your teeth are grinding already. He's thinking about it. Now, to be honest, if if there was no repercussion and it was safe and, you know, obviously there's repercussions of what I have to do because I have a job, you know. So or lose your life. I'll lose my life. Yeah. But <laughs> I would wait for everybody else to do it. <laughs> and then the next night, if they're all still alive... Coming up with a plan. That's right. That I was thinking in my head. So, oh god, what shitty person you are, work. man. I'm gonna let all my friends die. Hey guys, 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 you guys alive in here? You guys alive? All right, good. Text me one if you guys alive. Oh man, no, but like I don't, I, I don't know. It I, if I'm put in that situation, I'll probably. But currently, I can't do it at all because of my job. Yeah, we get random drug tests. I could get see. Tests. I don't even have drug tests. I don't have to worry about it. I could do everything, and I just don't. But that, that's my point. But I'm, if I if I could reason. die, if I could die from it, but if it's been tested, but no, he's only gonna get tested <laughs> at a festival or something. Like unless we go into a rave or something. Like what? 
Like it's only getting tested. You can buy your. You can, own you, can, you can buy your kits on Amazon. Don't get I me told wrong. You to, I told you earlier about how no, they're. I didn't know that. There's. I think it's raccoons. They're saying <laughs> that that's exactly what it is in California. A lot of people are testing their coke and because they don't want to die from all the fentanyl that's being put in it, and so they're flushing down the the, the toilet. And raccoons are getting it once it's in the sewer, and they're getting like feral as fuck, like real wild, <laughs> because they're coked out now. Coked yeah. out raccoons. Yeah, that, that sounds like, like a, a that sounds like a <laughs> terrible Tuesday movie. <laughs> I was gonna try to find one of the terrible Tuesdays because we had talked about the monkeys after watching Zootopia, or what is it? No, Zoom. What is it called? Zombie zombies. <laughs> don't remember. It was like a, it's this movie about like these monkeys get released. Oh yeah, and they turn there was zombies. two of them. Yeah. And we had talked about it, about there being like an out, because that was monkey pox. Remember when the monkeys got loose here, like last year? Yeah. And we were talking about it, like maybe there's going to be a zombie thing, and now we're having monkey pox. Yeah. Damn. That's some scary looking shit. Yeah. I'm actually, Casey, it was in Memphis, and he's a paramedic, and he hasn't seen it yet, so he's not too worried, but. I heard that the smallpox vaccine can protect you from it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're kind of the, related. Yeah, I looked at the shot nurse, and they don't have it. So mm-hmm. you got to go through, like, uh, the tennis. They have links for somewhere, like, government you have to go to get it. And I think, like, I think there's a specific monkeypox vaccine that they've already had. I think that's the reason why, like, people aren't freaking out about monkeypox as they were COVID, because there actually is, like, already. Protect, yeah. It just looks gross. Yeah, it don't look good. How but does it get I, transmitted? I feel sorry for people. Skin-to-skin skin contact and... Um, Saliva, saliva and bodily fluids, yeah. Droplets. And that's a, there's a lot of stigma towards gay people because a lot of gay people are getting it. Well, it's the skin-to-skin contact. Yeah. Well, why is it always stuff like this always affects the gay people? Well, they said it was because Pride Month just happened. So oh! <laughs> people said that? <laughs> oh, no. I saw this meme. They're like, you're... You're worried about monkey pox? And then they're like, it was like this picture of these dudes all on top of each other. <laughs> no, but I mean, anybody can get it. No, yeah. But it when did, it didn't really hit the U.S. during Pride Month, I didn't think. I thought it was well, like that's what I'm month. saying. It was like last month, so June was Pride Month. Yeah. And then we had a big boom of it in July. <laughs> so oh, like, well, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, but it's it just looks gross. Yeah. But it's not should, deadly, though. I mean, I mean, it can be, but it's really. Yeah, it just looks worse than it is. I mean, I think I'd rather have that than COVID because you can actually look at it and be like, if you know actually what it is, you're like, okay, I have monkey box. Let me stay away from that person. Uh, we had COVID. Um, I don't know. Last month, my son ran a hundred and five point eight temperature. Jesus freaked me the fuck out. My husband did not tell me when he scanned him. Because he knew I would have lost my shit. Did y'all not take him to the hospital? We took him to the doctor at 104.9. And the doctor was like, just keep doing, you know, like cooling measures. Put him in a bath. Put, you know, because there's nothing really we could do. Unless it gets to 106, then you need to take him to the hospital. Or he starts throwing up. And he scanned him. It was like 105.8. We put him in a bath. It came back down to 103. And then it never got that high again. But, yeah, I was like, there was like two days of just like sheer panic. I'm you like, have to think, like, why don't they have stuff for kids, like, when this stuff happens? Like, you know, like, why is it not a cough medicine. Yeah, like, I know, like, you, you, your baby's too young yet still. Mm-hmm. But, like, like they got children's Tylenol mm-hmm. and it's, like, liquid or whatever. It's like, dude, like, these infants need medicine, too. Yeah. He can, yeah, that's the only thing that he could take was like Tylenol or like children's Tylenol or til- children's ibuprofen. Um, but yeah, when I try to find like a cough medicine for him, not, he didn't really have that bad of a cough during COVID, but like previous sicknesses, the, there's nothing until they're six that's safe for them at least. 
It's amazing. Like our body is trying to fight this stuff off. So it starts warming you up. But like, there's a certain point where you're like, fuck, I can't do any more with this. man." Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. My husband has had children who've had seizures because of spiked fevers. And so he was kind of freaking out too. I'm like, when he freaks out, then I start freaking out because he's actually seen some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, this whole. It just seems like it's one thing after another, man. Yeah, it's like we went from nine eleven <laughs> to the housing crisis yep. to COVID. Now monkeypox. I remember we had Ebola. The, there were some Ebola scares. Oh yeah, that was. Belo- and then what was it? No, sure, Swine it, flu. Because everyone was yeah. like, "Oh, that's over there in Africa. It ain't coming here." Bird <laughs> flu. Like, where he radio kind of faded out though that yeah. it didn't even really make it to the u.s but like they even say like the spanish flu it just kind of just went away yeah so it's probably still there it's it it was about two years and you just kind of yeah i don't know man did it kill a shitload of people it did yeah a whole bunch of people but covid killed more people but we also have more people on the planet to kill yeah. but yeah so you got covid too mm-hmm I got a, my husband said he brought it home from a Bucky's. Oh, damn. <laughs> he, he went to a Bucky's for the first time. He's like, that place was so crowded. I know that's where I got COVID from. I'm like, you work in an ambulance. You deal with sick patients all the time. More than likely. But he's like, no, it was the Bucky's. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a wild um, thing and it's really made people go separate ways oh, on gosh, the yeah. whole issue. A whole lot of stuff. It's just like, my whole thing is you don't want anybody to die. So why are you going to want to blame people for getting sick or, you know, trying to protect themselves from something? Yeah. You can believe what you want to believe, but you don't have to be an asshole about it. That's the way I feel. Yeah. But I don't know. People are people love to be on teams. Yeah. You know, it's all everything's very tribal with people. It's like, oh, you're red or you're blue. Are you Christian or antichrist or whatever? It is just (laughs) antichrist. But it's just sad, man. Like. I think at the end of the day, if people were on their deathbed, would they really care about the shit they were divided about? No. And I don't think they would. Because, like, everybody's always like, if I can give you a million dollars, would you take a million dollars? Like, sure, I'd take a million dollars. Okay, it ends your life 10 years earlier. Would you still take that $10 million? Probably not. Or you're going to die tomorrow if I give you a million dollars. No. No. Ten years early, I'm like, eh, I don't want to be that old anyways. I'll probably make it. <laughs> but I think, see, that's the thing, too. I think about that. Like, it depends on your quality of life, too. Yeah. Because my dad's 74 now. Yeah, 74. And he we went, he took me out to eat for my birthday. And he's, like, talking about how, like, he's appreciating life. Because he got really sick when COVID first happened, too. And he was like, I could when I talked to him on the phone, I had never heard my dad sound so weak and so scared as, mm-hmm. a, you know, as a man. And it was just like, you know, it just, I think when you're close to death or you know you don't have very much time left, you want as much time yeah. as you possibly can. Because when you're young, you're like, ah, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I don't want to live till I'm 60 or I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be wrinkly or whatever. Because like if you think about like when you were younger and sometimes we would judge the way we look and then you look at a picture now, you're like, man, I, I enjoy the way I look. Yeah, I look great. Yeah. So it's just like perspective. Yeah. Cause like I uh, I had forgot that I but my buddy had brought this up like I saw something one day and this guy's like how many summers do you think you have left and this guy's like maybe twenty and the guy's like when you break it down to that level it makes it real mm-hmm. 
because summer goes by real quick. Yep. Once you get out of high school and like elementary school, middle school, high school, time tends to, tends to fly by because you really don't have anything to look forward to. <laughs> like high school, you have a deadline. You know, I'm yeah. going to graduate, go to college or whatever. But I mean, everyday life, you pretty much just get up and do the same thing. It's Groundhog Day for the yeah. most part, unless you have a vacation coming up or something or people work for the weekend. But, you know, it just the years fly by because like at my age now, I could have gone through high school twice. Yeah. You know, so. Me too. It's wild, man. It's really wild. But I think that we do need to enjoy this time and cut all the bullshit out. Yeah. Especially like it's just sad, like an app that was designed for grading the way women looked (laughs) has now divided so many people. I think it's just, it's a whole mess of shit that, you know, is, there's so much division. But I also kind of feel like, not that I want to say anything really all that positive about Facebook, but I it, with social media in general, I feel like there's so many things that I know that I've learned from people that I've met through social media, and like situations that I will never be put in that mm-hmm. I now have awareness of. And I'm like, I really appreciate that because I feel like there was a lot of like stuff that I was ignorant about. Yeah. And so, but yeah, it just depends on how you use the tool. Yeah, because you can use it for good or bad. Absolutely, that's anything though. Anything can be. I mean, people can use food too much. They can mm-hmm. use drugs. They can use sex too much. So it depends on how you curate your feed, in my opinion. Who you surround yourself with. You can mute people. You don't have to hate them. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it's just like they that social dilemma where the thing where. If they Googled something in Alabama versus another state, it was different information. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of pit stuff on people, too. Oh, the, the algorithm is, yeah. Because I can tell, like, from my, my Facebook, um, the stuff that I'm getting, you know, what I'm searching for. And, of course, I'm, like, all over the place. I'd like to learn about a whole mess of different crap. And so, but then you start seeing all those ads and stuff, and you're like, oh, gosh. Like, all of this stuff is targeted, and I am in this little, like, echo chamber. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the whole thing with social media, too, is, unfortunately, some people think everything they see on Facebook is the news and is gospel. And, like, the news doesn't help out either because it's biased depending on what side or which channel you're watching also. So, and even if you do your own research on the Internet, you got to be careful what page you went to because somebody can find, they can write any article at bubbagup.com and then somebody's going to be like well it was on bubbagup.com that's true <laughs> and it's like no it's not a reputable source it, that is like i it's it's like a whole process like i i i'm pretty liberal but i do not you know i do not watch cnn i do not watch msnbc i will go over to fox and just to see what they're saying about different things to kind of get like both sides of it but um oh god i just lost my train of thought what was i just saying you don't watch CNN, uh, MSNBC. No, it was right before that. The echo chamber. What did you just say? I can't remember. Oh, uh, how Google will show you one thing here and one thing in Alabama. Yeah, but yeah, I do. I like. I try my hardest. Oh, I know what it was. I try my hardest to try to look at different and like opposing views, and then. Um, oh God, I just lost it again. My ADD <laughs> is so bad. <laughs> You know, it could uh, help oh, you, when finding like reputable sources, yeah. like I have to go through and like check 
like, okay, is where does this fall on like the this spectrum of between conservative and liberal or, or you know far right or far left and. It's just, it's a pain in the ass to make sure you're not being manipulated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, even, like, I'll see stuff that's left or right that they'll say about, like, say, Trump or Biden, and it's like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. And then you'll go Google, and it's like, that's not true. But yeah. then it's it's clickbaity. Yeah. And so people will run with that shit, and they won't they mm -hmm. won't do their own research, and then they'll just think it's true. And like I said, that that's both sides. Yeah, absolutely. I like I'll read something and I'm like that fits way too well into my narrative. That does not sound like it's true. Let me yeah. go check this. And then what? sometimes you will see it and it is true. Like they'll like, post what? something about the other person and you're like fuck, man, that yeah. they did that or they're they're doing that now. Yeah. When I was house sitting for Nick uh 2 weeks ago, one of the channels that's like on their TV, it's like a it's not like cable or anything. It was just built into the TV, like a whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, they're pro, they're definitely Republican channel and they're pro Trump 100%. Because this motherfucker, I'm watching, I'm sitting there with the dog just chilling. This motherfucker goes, The China virus is back. <laughs> and like, I'm like, was What? Alex Jones? <laughs> no, no. It might as well have been. But I was like, What the fuck did this? And it's like pre programmed into the TV. It's not even like a package deal. No, it's oh, just one God. of the channels. And then I just left it on there while I was in the house arrest. And then, you know, but when when I would leave for work, I put it back on YouTube for the dogs, you know. <laughs> but like, I'm just sitting there watching this. So like, someone's watching this right now, and this is the only view that they're taking. They're not listening to mm -hmm. anybody else's opinion. Did you go to sleep and you're like, build the wall? I might as well have lock her up. <laughs> no shit. But dude, I'm just like. That's that's when he, when that's how this program the news program started. China virus. Yeah, like you know, you're getting a very biased source. Yeah, there. like, there's, a, there's a station, a channel that just they lost their funding from Verizon. Uh, it was probably either Newsmax or the O. Oh, yeah. I think it is something with an O. Oh, network. No, Oprah. I can't remember it. Now. OEN. Yeah, I yeah, think I that think might it be it. Yeah, I think Verizon pulled them, and they're looking for funding now. Yeah. What was the other one you just said? Something uh, Max? Newsmax. I think that's the Newsmax. Newsmax is the channel. I think it is. Yeah. Because as soon as you go to TV, it will show that's the first one. I just push enter. Oh, I God. think it was Newsmax. <laughs> Nick probably downloaded that. Let's be real. Oh. I mean... It's just like that, uh, what is the other one, Daily Wire in that Ben Shapiro's uh, network? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. His voice bothers me every time he's talking. I'm just like, you are so insecure. I saw a, I saw a meme one time of him. I, I'm a, It could be a fake tweet, but it was a tweet, and it said his kid came in the room saying something, and he said, go in your mom's room and tell her. And it's like, what? Why do they have separate fucking rooms? <laughs> <laughs> like a weirdo. <laughs> I can't believe that was a thing up to like the 70s. Yeah. Well, and it was like in television and stuff because that was like, because they weren't allowed to show, to, you know, people yeah. sleeping in sleep. But you know what? I'm not going to knock it because my husband snores and he like, he's got, he got a high restless stress, leg or something. He's got like a high stress job. And then one uh, of the things about that is it's like this jerking movement. And so I'm like, I am going to murder <laughs> him because it's like when you're trying to go to sleep and it's just and you're like, oh my God, stop it. I saw this TikTok the other day. It said, he's a 10, but then he snored in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it. Yeah. Those are pretty funny. The ones, the new ones they're doing. The little 
she's, she's a ten, she's or, a ten or, or whatever. Ten. Yeah, my new favorite one is that Little Miss. Yeah, those are coming back. Those are like from the nineties too. Wow, Newsmax, mm. goddamn Newsmax. But mm. yeah, I mean, like if you if you're in a bubble or an echo chamber, it's really hard to uh, get away from that because you're gonna only listen to what people around you are saying, and you're gonna mm-hmm. believe it to be true. Yeah, that's why I think it's good to have a, a diverse group of friends and, and yeah. people in your life because, and to talk to people with respect and not be like you're a fucking idiot because you don't agree with me because. <laughs> Disrespecting somebody is not going to get them on your side. No, well, you know, I'm kind of like, like I try, I try my best to not say you're a fuck. Oh, I don't like to call anybody an idiot because um, I don't like stupid and idiot. I think that's you know just really harsh and whatnot. But um, I try really hard to to be respectful when I'm like arguing because I argue with people all day long, um, especially if I'm like watching Waylon and he's watching Mickey Mouse Club for the hundredth time. I'm just bored, but. It's, it's, I'm gotten to the point now where it's like, I can, I have a long list of reputable sources and facts and stuff, especially if it was during COVID, um, that I can show you. And mm-hmm. I just don't think there's any getting through to some people. Yeah. And I tell my husband, cause he's like, why do you argue with people? It's nothing changes. Da 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 da. And I hear where he's coming from, but I'm like, there's so many things that I've learned about from watching two people argue on social media. I'm mm-hmm. like, I had no idea about that. And I'll go back and, and, and do my own research or I use quotes for research. Cause nobody actually does proper research, but, um, but I'll go and look in to see, you know, and, and try to learn what I can, um, but I, I will sometimes argue with people on social media just for the people who are reading through mm. and maybe I might plant a seed somewhere. Who knows? They probably get hung up on my bad grammar and they think I'm an idiot and not listen. So who knows? <laughs> oh, so I had to write. I so writing. Yeah. I, I had to write an email to a friend and I was like, hey, I'm just going to be honest with you. I sent her a message on Instagram, on Facebook. I was like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, what I sent you probably has 7,000 errors in it. And I know you write for a living. So just. Just ignore those. Just, just ignore them. But just, you know, try to figure out what I'm trying to say. You know, she's like, no problem. You have no idea. Like, people just don't know how to write anymore. No. Unless you do it for a living. It's kind of, like, kind of gone. Because yeah. a sh- shorthand or text, you know. like. Oh. Yeah, I absolutely. Because I, 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 that's like, there's like so many things in high school that I, you know, like people told me in high school, like, when you get older, you'll appreciate your education. I'm like, nah, that's a fucking waste of my time. The only thing that I wish I had paid more attention to would have been like grammar and like, I, for some reason, commas are completely elusive to me. I just use them, it breaks in my sentences. I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but. It's like, uh, yeah, but if you're not using it all the time, yeah. you're you're going to lose it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like cursive. If somebody told me to write in cursive right now, I probably couldn't do it properly. I can. I write in cursive all the time so because um, I just think it's prettier and it flows. Do they even teach that in school now? Mm-mm. No, they don't teach cursive in a war. Not anymore. My sister cannot sign her name in cursive because I tried to get her to for something, and she's like, I don't know. She went to like St. George's. Like she went to like oh, a wow. private. I went to Cordova. She went to St. George's. <laughs> what is the point of cursive? I think it's um, well. It's just you know it's nice looking, but I think especially with your signature, you can make it more unique mm. and harder to copy. Interesting. Or, 
Just at least that's what I assume it is. Like they used to back then. Yeah. Day. I'm like this when I'm signing, like e signing. I'm like. <laughs> Mine's like scripty. And it comes out looking like absolute shit. So I have to do it again. I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, it's uh. There's a lot of stuff that we do tend to lack in because I know even like you said about like texting and stuff like that, or if you had to write out an email like for like a public thing, like a work, it probably wouldn't come out the best because mm. it's not something you do on a daily basis. And it's been so long since I've been in school. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there typing like this yesterday. I'm like, red line, red line, red line. At one point I was like, man, fuck this. And it's really hard to ignore those red lines. So you go back and then you lose your train of thought. Mm. Yeah. Van, van, <laughs> at. I mean, just like, I was like, God bless, man. Just <laughs> let it end, please. And I hate proofreading. Um, I will, I'm like, yeah, I think like everybody's brain kind of fills in the errors. And so you don't really see yeah. them. But it's like with me, it's like. I just don't see them. And then like people will point them out and then it's like glaringly obvious, but, but yeah, I, I hate proofreading. It's so, I don't, I, and I, and I really, when I post things, I go back and redo and especially if I'm doing like an email to my customers and still, still I find like stupid mistakes that I make. Well, I the best it. is like, I'll make a post, like I'll post somebody's episode, you know, mm-hmm. and in the post, like the body there's like four mistakes. <laughs> I don't see them until after I posted it. So yeah. then I have to go to Instagram and fix it. Yeah. And then I have to go to Facebook and fix it. But well, like, if it's on a story, you can't fix yeah, it. Yeah, story, you fucked. You have to, and the story's already gotten like 30 views. I'm not going to delete it. You yeah. Know? But like then, but thankfully <laughs> at my job, I only have to send email reply to like one or two people. Mm-hmm. It's never like the entire company. Yeah. So like if I do make a mistake, only the big, the big boss and the boss. And my boss are going to see it. Yeah. No, none of them, nobody else. And they're probably not even really going to. They're not going to. They, they, you know, we sell beer. Like they don't. Yeah. They, we're not selling punctuation. You know, <laughs> they, I don't think they're really going to care. You know, like, but like, sometimes I'm like, oops, no one's going to see what I just said. So I have to send another one. This is what I meant to say. Yeah. Email. Like I'm, I didn't realize a little because sometimes I'll try to use talk to text. You know, oh, and that does not work at no, all. No, it doesn't. Talk to text misspells both my husband's name and my son's name. And that really confused people when I, cause I don't like to text and drive. And so I will do that. And then they'll be like, wait a minute, what? Is that how you spell Waylon? I'm like, no. And I can't, I mean, I know there's a way to fix it. I just haven't done it. But yeah, talk to text. Nope. Maybe that could be a goal for ours of ours to work on our grammar. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, the internet is there. Yeah. It's, we can go on YouTube or Google. Oh, and that was uh, something else I was going to say is you were talking about YouTube and how people are, you know, like even social media, how you can use it for good or bad just depends on. But I'm like so many people use YouTube for like garbage stuff, but there's so much you can learn on YouTube. I love it. Yeah. I'm not allowed to ask him anything anymore. Well, I mean, I can, <laughs> but like, now I have to really think of whether I'm going to ask him or not. Because usually it's like, did you try? Did you did you use YouTube? <laughs> did you even open up YouTube? <laughs> did you try to figure it out first? Yeah, that's my thing. Like, at least try. Yeah. Am now, I with something, like, super technical, then he's gonna, not going to get, you know, he's, he doesn't get mad, but he's like, dude, you didn't even try. Yeah. Like, you know, what the fuck? But, like, if it's something technical, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it for you. Kind of thing. Like, okay. there was one time he bought a desk for his room, and he's like, will you help me out? I'm like, no. They have fucking instructions. <laughs> Like, figure it out, man. 
<laughs> Which I did. There you go. It took it's him a long room. time to do it, but he uh, hey, did it? Did Let it me come? try to find that video. Like, it looked like he was working on a car at one point. And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" I couldn't see where the hole was, like in one of those little screws, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I tried to use my phone, and it wasn't working. And I was like, "All right, you know what?" I have that was New Year's Eve. What? Yeah, you're supposed to go with Jared. So I have that. Um, you know, like the mechanic hangs that little light yep. in, the, in the garage, the little, the little thing, the little two little things that hang. I got one of those out. It was part of my thing <laughs> over there in my room already. I hung it on the table I was building, and I was like, "Oh, there you go." Let me see. Boys working on a car. Or working on a <laughs> Why do you have that light? It's part of my extension cord. It's, oh. my, it was Josh's. Yeah, so like in my bedroom, I use it has like four things on that I can plug in. Mm-hmm. My charger's on there and shit like that. So you know, that's funny. What's funny is even funnier is because I have an extension cord in my storage unit in my room that I could just easily use instead. <laughs> uh. My, uh, we actually, we use YouTube. I took a whole class on how to rebuild my camper, and that's how I learned how to do that was through YouTube. And then my husband learned how to lay concrete because we had um, uh, Smith Plumbing come out, and they, like, tore up our yard and replaced our sewer, and they did everything except for replace our concrete. And so Casey learned how to lay concrete, and now he's got a new walkway. <laughs> how come they didn't fix the concrete? Oh, that's not. I mean, they have, like, concrete people, but it's not. That's oh, not what okay. they do. Yeah. Okay, so, like, Tell us about this camper because I was going to ask you about that. Like, oh, you guys bought a shell. Uh, we bought a piece of shit camper. Yeah, yeah. it was a hunting camper that I, I could go on and on about this. So um, you have a picture of it? Oh yeah. Oh, but my phone's not in here. It's in there. I'll go grab it in a second. But uh, is it on her Instagram? Yeah. It, yeah. Well, it won't be on my Instagram because my Instagram's just uh, or not Facebook. Enough. I'm yeah, you can pull it up on Facebook. You have to scroll through all my political post but anyways um we bought the camper um from our from a couple in arkansas they were used it as a hunting camper and the fact that we got it back to memphis from like little rock was insane oh yeah oh that. yeah i want that picture i told my husband i was like when i die i want that picture to at least be like oh, a three by four and right right next to the casket um <laughs> i love i'm glad you love professor orange Professor Orange. This guy, I was watching this video one day, and this guy's like, yeah, you know what Professor Orange did to the country. <laughs> um, oh, uh, yeah. So we we got it back uh, from Arkansas, and then we started to, like, rehab it or whatever, and, like, all of the wood was rotten. So we I rebuilt the framing and stuff with my husband. He's right here? Yep. Let me see. He taught me yeah. how to use power tools. Um, which was a whole lot of freaking fun. And, um, I took a little, uh, a camping class. This guy has been like rebuilding campers since the seventies. Um, how to do it like step by step and make sure you're making them structurally sound to get down the road. And, uh, took us about six years cause we had a baby in the middle of the process, but, um, but yeah, we finally finished it and it's amazing. Where, where's y'all's first trip going to be? Uh, we went to, uh, Buffalo national park in Arkansas. Are there pictures of the camper on your page? Uh, besides uh, that picture, uh, there's a, there's there like should be there should be like there should be like a post that I shared from Casey um, that has like there's like thirty or yeah 25. like thirty photos you can see it where we took it all the way down to the frame. Were you guys like looking in the back the whole time? Like oh my god! Like, I would have oh been so god. scared. I took my husband's. Oh, I, this is me doing drugs. This is my drug story. 
Um, Casey's prescribed Xanax, and I took a little bit of his Xanax because I was so freaking out. I was like looking in the rearview mirror. I'm like, stuff's gonna fly off. And I mean, I know, I know, I built it or that we built it properly, but. Oh my god, I was so anxious. I would have been nervous as fuck. The whole I was. Time. I mean, that was a whole lot of work. And then, like, you hear people who don't do it right, and their campers like fall apart on the road, and they like you can kill a person really if your things fall. Yeah, apart. like a shingle or something mm-hmm. just flies. Yeah, it was. But no, it did great. Um, I was a I was a nervous wreck going there. Getting when we came back, I was much better because I had, you know, it was good and tested and. And yeah, I'm already excited for the next trip. Where y'all gonna go next? Uh, probably Gatlinburg. Ooh, that's gonna be nice. I love nice. Gatlinburg, isn't it? Though I mean, it's simple, but it's it's like it's exactly what we needed yeah. or what we wanted. That's cool. And it's got a nice AC, or it's not a nice AC. It's an old AC, uh, but it keeps it cold. <laughs> where 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 do y'all park? With that? Uh, well, well, we have a um, a garage, a detached garage, so we put it in there. Um, while while we're not using it um but there's like i mean as far as like where do we go camping there's campgrounds all over mostly in the national parks that oh, okay we'll have like hookups and stuff and and you can do all that and i never used to be like an outdoorsy person who liked camping my husband i actually used to hate like gatlinburg and pigeon forge when i was younger i thought it was super cheesy but like he just loved it so much that i just kind of fell in love with it too and i love the smokies they're very beautiful you should get yourself a camper. You know what I was about to say? The same thing to you. Mm-hmm. I'll help you rebuild it. I'm really annoying, though, because I, I know like all the little details. You can learn a new skill. It's, it's a you don't have any hobbies. That could be a hobby. It's a very expensive oh, yeah. hobby. Yeah. I mean, just don't do coke and... Oh, my hobby. gosh. You could have you could have <laughs> rebuilt like 10 campers. You could have a Winnebago. You could have had like a little like, Airbnb One of those air, air glider ones or whatever, <laughs> the fucking super nice ones. You could have like an Airstream. Man, yeah. What you need to figure out a hobby? Do you have hobbies? Oh my god, I have more hobbies than than I can count. What are some of your top five hobbies? Well, obviously the camper thing, um, rebuilding campers. Um, I like to bake. I got really into baking like bread and stuff during the pandemic, just like every other millennial. Um, I crochet and knit and sew. Obviously, um, I started doing. Um, what is that? Like, not like rug hooking, but if some, I can't even remember what the name of the craft I was doing. I, at one point in my mind, I was like, I'm going to make a whole like eight by 10 rug. And that project got brushed aside, but I like recovered chairs. What else do I do? Hmm. It's like a whole mess of crap. That's like there's just craft supplies. Like I have this, my sewing room is like, like a Michael's. Like, my buddy, he got me this rug made. Oh, I saw it. That's that's. I want one of those guns so bad. Dude, that thing is so cool. Oh my gosh, I would, I would, I could take over the world if I had one. But it was so thoughtful that he got that first of all. But it was cool when I watched the lady make the actual mm-hmm. rug. Where is it? It's in the podcast. I mean, in the spare bedroom. <laughs> in the podcast room. Do you want some toys? You're, how old is your kid? Four? No, I don't. I don't. He is four, and I don't want any more toys. He's got the, so many toys. But it's like uh, it's all covered up now in, in the room because I got some people gave us some donations and shit. Oh, our like whole living room is just like you can hardly walk. It's just all his toys. Yeah, get us get a hobby, man. Bread. 
Brett. He was doing raw ass pies there for a little bit. I was. Then I. You quit. Yeah, I got the money from the people and they gave them the, the pies, and I was like, I'm done. You didn't even reach your goal though. I know, I know. What was it? Eight hundred. You're supposed to make a thousand dollars. I gave him. I told him his budget is a hundred bucks. Could he turn a hundred bucks or a thousand a hundred dollars into a thousand bucks? He's like, yeah, I can do that. I got to like eight hundred. Oh, well, that's still pretty <laughs> impressive. No, that's quitting. <laughs> I'm just quitting. <laughs> oh man. I always tell them though, it's like don't start a habit of quitting something, man, because it becomes second nature to quit. Yeah. Once you start. Yeah. Because it's e- it's easy to quit. It is. It's not easy to keep going. And we do need failures in life. But if everything you try and you're just like, oh fuck, this is not gonna work. You never know. That one thing could have popped off. You know, like Raw yeah. Ross pies could have been something big, Ross. dog. My husband and I are kind of polar opposite. Like my mom she put me in dance and I did ballet and stuff. And ballet is one of those things. It's like, you're never perfect. You're always improving, always improving. And then, um, I did competitive stuff and there's a competition here in Memphis, the mid South fair. Um, and it's just really, there's just so much talent in Memphis and you're constantly failing, I guess for lack of a, but you're constantly not winning in this contest and you're being told no. And I, so you're being told no over and over again, you go audition as a dancer, you're being told no over and over again. And so you get used to rejection and how mm-hmm. to keep going from it. And like my husband, like everything he does, it's like he's amazing at it first try. And if there's one thing that he doesn't, he's not like amazing at, he will he'll not do it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, you got to keep going because I suck at these things that I try. Like any craft that I've yeah. tried, I suck. I'm like, they're terrible. Like, you know, he even talked about possibly selling the camper. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't sell the camper. I would have to make like two or three more. Just because there was little mistakes here and there. I'm like, I've got to get it, you know, until I can actually sell it. But, um, but no, he's, yeah, he's that type. And I'm like, nope, keep going, keep trying, keep fucking it up, learn, and then get better. I saw something the other day. Let me see if I can find it. It was about like winners. Are these all the places you've been? Is like a little scratch off? No, that's all. That's not even updated all the way. That's all the countries and states the podcast has been downloaded from. Oh, that's cool. That was my idea. Oh, I love that. I, he said no at first. And then I told my friend Kelly I can't hang it up. And she's like, why can't you? Why is not Rod not going to hang that up? He's like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's, it looks tacky. No. And then she was like. It wasn't framed. He got it framed. Ah. Uh, even then. Even after I got it. that fr- with my business. That'd be cool, right? Mm-hmm. I've everywhere I've sold to because I've like. But has he has he asked me what countries are still listening? No, he quit. <laughs> I was just going according to his post. He would make a post. Thank <laughs> like thank you, Kasha Sand, or you mm-hmm. know. Now, did you find the pictures of the camper? Yeah, I did find them. <clears throat> yeah, it's really nice. Thank you. It was a lot of work. Did you find the video? <clears throat> it was a picture, but it was something about like to the effect of about like quitting and the difference between somebody that wins and doesn't win is they keep going. Yeah. There's so many things that I've learned from like fucking up, like even like in the design process, like I will have an idea in mind and I'll I'll fuck it up and then I'll look at it and I'm like, I don't know, man, I kind of like it better. And then I'll like come up with like a new kind of like a technique to make stuff. 
I feel like you learn more from your mistakes. Yeah. If you can keep going. So what is the next move with your company? I don't even know. Um, and how long have you been doing it I've by been, yourself? By myself for 10 years, over 10 years, <laughs> like 12 years. That's impressive to not have another job besides that. Yeah. I mean, I've done like gig stuff here and there, um, you know, but for the most part, yeah, I've just done. <laughs> I love how you drink water from like a beer stein. <laughs> Goes back to my $150,000. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually going to sit down and calculate. I think you should. I I'm going to start in the year 2002. I'm going to try to sit there and remember. Oh. <laughs> as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I'm say five to seven a month. <laughs> five to seven grand a month in the beginning <laughs> since 2002 no 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 that's too much let's just say <laughs> i'm gonna do some math really fast so 2002 minus 20 years so let's say 2000 times 12 times 20 Oh man, this is going to be a big number. It's one hundred and forty-four thousand, probably. That is no way. That is no. <laughs> <laughs> That's about where I was thinking. <laughs> wow. Half a million dollars. There's no way. I don't Over know. what twenty years? Well, no, I haven't been. Okay, so that, no, let's say let's say, let's say thirteen years, because in the past seven years we haven't we haven't been going out nearly as much or anything at all. Let's say let's say fifteen years, okay. So, two thousand <laughs> times twelve. So we're like two hundred and something thousand now. Three sixty. That's better. Wait, what did I do? What did I do times twelve or did I do times fifteen? I don't know. <laughs> two thousand times twelve times two eighty-eight. I can definitely see that. <laughs> You said a hundred. You said what? Seventy-five to a hundred. First, I started at fifty. <laughs> fifty to seventy-five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, it's back to the business. Back to the business. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have people that work for you, or is it just you by yourself it's, completely? It's just me right now. Um, it depends. So, like when um, you know, like if I get you know, super, super busy. Like right now I'm not that busy. Um, in the summer months it's usually pretty slow. And then I find that anytime the economy is a little bit iffy, you start mm -hmm. seeing, you know, dips, um, in sales and stuff. But when, when things are, when things are crazy, like usually around Christmas and Valentine's day, I have, um, you know, in the past I've had people come in and, I'll teach them how to make my pieces and we'll do like contract work where they will make like a bunch of one of these popular pieces and, and we'll go that route. But usually it's just me. Mm. I have a, con I have control issues. Yeah. Which is, yeah. So you're going to, you're going to hover over the person doing the contract work anyways. Mm. I try not to, but you're a micromanager. No, I wouldn't say that I'm a micromanager. It's just that, the way I make things is so different than 
a normal like manufacturer um, because like, you know, how I got my start was I was a ballet dancer. And so I made pieces that moved with a body. And so I was using different threads and different cuts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's more of a pain in the ass to do it the way that I do it. And they want to change things. And then I have to be a micromanager. But um, most of the seamstresses that, that have worked for me, you know, were, were really great. Um, it's the, this, the manufacturers when I was thinking about going that route, that one was just constantly butting heads with um, the production of them. So how long were you in dance for? Uh, I danced from the age of three, and I was teaching up until, I want to say 26, 27. So a long time. What made you get into dance? Is it something you liked, or is it something that your parents pushed you into? Okay, here we go. <laughs> I know my mom's not going to listen to this, so this is fine. Um, my mom wanted to be a dancer, mm -hmm. and my grandfather was like, no. you know. And she learned how to play the flute, pl the, flute the flute, and the piano and all that, but she always wanted to dance. And she did it for a little bit, but then he pulled her out. And so, like, when I was younger, my mom wanted me to be a dancer. And luckily, I had a passion for it, and I loved it. And so that's, that's what I did. But she... Definitely lived through nah. through me for yeah. a while there. And when I stopped dancing, it was like, and now Kaylee. And then like my younger sister was still on it. So did you uh have a lot of injuries from dancing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um yeah, I have my my knees are terrible. Uh I broke the cuboid on my foot doing point work. Um um I have hip issues and it's, I mean, I, and I was diagnosed with um, arthritis at like 15. Oh, wow. So um, it's kind of like in my family that's, it's, we had a lot of arthritic issues. And so that kind of put a damper on thing. And I kind of switched gears from being like a professional dancer. I wanted to be Reba McIntyre's background or backup dancer when I was like eight years old. Like that was the big goal. But, um, but yeah, at about, 15 up until I got diagnosed, um, I wanted to, I wanted to, to do ballet with a Joffrey. Um, that was like my big goal. But then once I found out that I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to keep falling apart. And, uh, I went into teaching and I really loved teaching. It was a lot of fun. I did not like stage parents. Mm -hmm. The parents were, I mean, the, the parents for the most part were great, but you would have like two or three that were just nuts, just absolute nuts. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. And so switching from dance to lingerie designing has been great. I'm like, <laughs> I, I have, I have some, I have some wacky customers, but I don't have like, I don't see, you know, you're not seeing like a child's spirit getting crushed because like their mom is mad at them because they're not on the front row type shit anymore, which is nice. But it's so, how did you work for like Ballet Memphis? Mm -mm. No, I did. Um, I worked for a few studios around Memphis, and then I think the the one that was like the nail in the coffin was um, there was a studio where I was like. I was hired to be the director of dance and the owners of the studio were, they were certifiable. It was crazy. It was the most insane work experience I've ever had. It was like, I, up until that point, I didn't have any kind of anxiety issues. Like I'm, you know, and I was having like 
like anxiety attacks about this stuff and they were just like these over controlling and then really manipulative and just like all of this insane stuff. And then like you've add the parents into the mix and it was just, it was crazy. And I kind of started my line and then like around the time I was just getting fed up with all the bullshit, my, my line started taking off. And so I was like, I'm just going to do this. Mm. So is the place that's across the street from local, is that the ballet Memphis, the new building? Um, I think, or is it Playhouse or I'm not really sure. It's Playhouse. It's Playhouse. Yeah. And then they have one over there on, uh, Tillman and Sam Cooper. Mm -hmm. And then they have one on Trinity. Yep. Yep. So one of them is Ballet of Memphis. (laughs) I think Ballet of Memphis is the one on Tillman. Yeah. Cause I feel, I know like Ballet of Memphis used to be off of Trinity, but I think they moved. Yeah. Into a, um, a bigger facility. But yeah. What does the Google say, Tony? Ballet Memphis. Mm-hmm. That Ballet. is the one on Cooper Young? I mean, uh, yeah, Cooper Young. Or, they have, a, uh, they have an incredible company. Like their um, ballet so company. So is ballet school. big here in Memphis? Not really. I mean, like the dance scene in Memphis is, I mean, pretty pop. I mean, it's, really, it's just any kind of like the talent industry, like um, vocalists, uh, instrumentalist, obviously, and then dancers. It's kind of like a good central location, and so there is a lot of um, a lot of really really strong talent here. Um, but ballet is, I don't know. I wouldn't say that Memphis is particularly like ballet. It's more like I see it more as like a tap and jazz kind of city. So, did you do a lot of traveling with ballet? Mm-hmm. Uh, we did. Um, Uh, I was a competitive dancer, so I didn't really travel so much with ballet, but with, um, like, the other forms of dance that I did when we would compete, we would go all over the country and compete. That's cool. Yeah. And, I mean, I feel like you doing, like, me doing all those competitions, even some of the local competitions, these little small competitions, really taught you how to fail Mm. and keep going. Yeah. Or to not win and keep going, I guess is the best, um, is the best kind of analogy for that. But... But yeah, I uh, I did audition for like So You Think You Can Dance towards like the end of my teaching career. And I went, um, I drove to Salt Lake City. We flew to Seattle and then I drove down to New Orleans and Atlanta and all that. And that was a fun experience. Was there a shitload of people? Auditioning? Oh my God, yeah. Thousands and thousands of people. But it was crazy because it was like you're in a, I don't, I don't really know how to describe it so much. It's, it's like you're in like a room of all these people who have the same passion as you, mm-hmm. and but they have different talents and different skills, and they're all kind of like feeding off each other. It wasn't really like super, super like angry, competitive with each other. It was like a family type thing. And you, I felt like I learned so much, like going there and just hanging out all day, like waiting to get through the audition process. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Not a, not everybody did. Some people made them gave them anxiety for obvious reasons. It's like a cattle call. That's insane. So what do you just they call your name or number and you just go and dance in front of the judges or something? Mm, you would go up like ten people at a time and they would put on random songs. Mm. You have no idea what they're gonna play. And you just go up and just make something you would just improv like right there on the spot and then the producers would be like, you, 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 you go. And then you two stay. And then you're there for the rest of the day. 
How many rounds did you make it through? I made it to the last cut before you go to Vegas. Oh man! So I did pretty. I was pretty like the the first couple of times I did not make it past the first round, which I think is the absolute hardest round to get past. Um, but then there was a few times like if I could get in front of a producer and they could see my personality, yeah. like they the producer seemed to like me. Um, but there was so much talent there, and like I was a dime. A dozen, you know, there's you can swing a dead cat without hitting people that were like way more talented than me, but um, but they did like my personality, and <laughs> I'm like, I've got charisma, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I could not. This, like, the duet you they put you with a random person, you would have to learn this piece of choreography like super, super quick, and I. I was never good at picking up choreography quickly. So all of my partners were fucked basically because they were not getting through it because I looked terrible. But, but yeah, it was, it was still a really fun experience. I enjoyed it. Did any of them ever come up to you like, why, why, why did you fuck up? Like, Oh, the producers did. They're like, really? You got caught? And I'm like, yes. They're like, dang. And I'm like, I know it happens, but yeah, no. Do you think you would be where you are right now if you didn't get cut? Do you think you should be dancing? Um, ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who've got farther than me on So You Think You Can Dance, and um, they're not. They're not dancing anymore. It just, I guess, I don't know. Maybe just because then I could be a little pickier with um with who I had to tolerate because I would have some, I guess, like clout or whatever yeah. if I made it onto made it to Vegas. But no, I don't know. I think I would still be doing what I'm doing. I don't know. I have no idea. That's a good question. Do you have any friends that made it all the way? I have. Um, well, I uh, there's a girl that I danced with. She made it. Um, I think like season two or season three. She got oh, so pretty, she was on TV. Yeah, she was on TV. Oh, wow. She got pretty far. Um. I think she got cut, like maybe like fifth from last. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like you know when you're watching. Uh, we used to watch American Idol. I used to watch it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like there's thousands of people at these auditions, like mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes like even if you did really good at it, at, 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 at like in front of the producers or judges, like if they were tired, oh, they weren't paying attention to what you were doing. No, not at all. Um, I, I remember talking to the producers first. So you think you could dance who also worked on American Idol and they were like, this is how it goes. He's like, we each have a table and we have like basically like a character they're looking for. And you, you, when you're going to audition and when you're signing up or whatever, you're, you're going and you're just picking a line at random, whatever shortest. But if you get in the wrong line, that's not looking for your look and your style singing, like you're going to get cut. And so it's just, it's a crapshoot. You know, you just never really know. Yeah, that's not, that's not fair. No, but I mean, like, what, how else are they going to do it? with like a thousand, get through a thousand people in like two days. That is true. Cause it's always such on a weekend, like mm-hmm. Saturday because you guys probably get there, what, like on a Thursday or Friday? Um, I think, like, oh gosh, we've been they did it during the week, I remember. But um, it was like you would get there at, like, 5 a.m. to get in line, and you were there all day. And then the next day, you would come back, and you would be there all day if if you if you didn't get cut. And I think, so, I think it was, like, either two or three days if you made it all the way to, like, the last round. I can't remember. This was a long time ago. Did they feed you? Mm-mm. 
you <laughs> one of the things they loved about me is I would roll up there. I have like a blanket because I had arthritis in my knees and stuff, so I had to stay warm. And I would like be carrying like a box of like Cheerios or Lucky Charms or just like a huge box of cereal because I could eat on it all day. Because I don't think a lot of people thought about that, that they have to eat. And they would have to, like, put tape over the labels and stuff. But they thought it was funny. Um, but, yeah, they, they didn't feed us. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You're driving to this place to try out. They can't even give you, all like, a sandwich? <laughs> no. But, I mean, it's a shit ton of people to feed. But, but yeah. I didn't even think about that. Damn. I'm like, they should have given us a sandwich. Sandwich and a cookie yeah. and, a, and a juice box. And a juice box. Call it a day. Mm. What tell were you some, looking tell at? Tell some more cooking. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not telling you anything about no fucking cocaine anymore. No, I was look- trying to find that picture. Oh, man. you were still looking for that? I get now fixate. he's mad he can't I find it. I get fixated on shit. I got to find it. Yeah. Like you said earlier, you get fixated on stuff too. Oh, yeah. Hyperfixations. I'll find fine. it. I'll find it tonight. She's going to send it to you. Yeah. You send it to me like... Eleven forty-five, right before you Because <laughs> yeah. I think I saw it like last week. I thought I sent it to y'all, but I guess I didn't. But it's like it was a good. From what I remember, it was a good quote. I love quotes. I love inspirational, positive shit. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, so much negative shit out there. Yeah, it's like why consume something that it's not going to better you. Yeah. Like cocaine. <laughs> I don't want to talk about cocaine anymore. <laughs> I plead the fifth. But that was like the, like the guy we had on before you today. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a photographer and, you know, he's showing the good side of Memphis through his photos. Yeah. And not many people are doing that. Or if they are, I haven't found him yet, you know. Yeah. But it's just like there's so much positive here, but always the news shows us the bad. And then we only hear about the bad. And then we see our friends commenting, our dumbass friends commenting on Actually, use a size post or something, or mm-hmm. you know, but like it, it's just I love Memphis, yeah. I'm not, I don't see myself ever moving. Do you yeah. ever see yourself moving or either one of you? Well, I moved to Atlanta for a little bit there and then I came back because it's like I moved with a guy and then we broke up and I came back. But I'm like, you get out of Memphis and I think you really do appreciate what you have here. I think the people are the best part about Memphis, music and the food. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, your friend group. Yeah. Like, if you could take your friends with you somewhere else, you'd probably be better off because you don't have to start fresh. Yeah. True. Especially as an adult. And um, being a guy and you move away, it'd be harder for you to make friends than a girl would be able to make friends, you know? Yeah. I, would, I, well, think, I don't know if a girl's actually making friends. Guys are probably just trying to fuck a girl. So mm-hmm. that's. <laughs> no, I'm talking about a guy meeting, a, like, making friends. Like, making guy friends. Making guy friends. And stuff. Yeah. We know plenty of girls that don't have f- friends. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we're lucky to have our group, our social circle that we have. A lot of people don't have that. Yeah, because when we do go somewhere, we usually know a lot. Like, a bunch of people. Well, yeah. That's because we've been here so long, you yeah. know? Like, But that does, I'm telling you, there's people that have been here the same amount of time. That is so fucking true. I didn't even think about that. I always forget about that. Because I just assume that, you know, people have, like, they yeah, know. Yeah, their little okay. core group. Yeah. yeah. I have, like, I know people who have, like, their best friend changes, like, Every few years, and I'm like, what the crap? Like, I have, like, a group of, like, ten girls. We all work together at Fox. 
we've been friends for 15 years and it's more than that probably no 20 years because i've got my 20 year reunion coming up next year and that's just insane to me like we're but we're it's like we all had kids now and it's just you know yeah Yeah, i'm fixing to have my 25th next year Mm -hmm. 98 i don't know if i'm going to my 20th you should you can show yourself off your successfulness. Well, but I mean, that's what, I mean, like people see us on Facebook and stuff, and then I'm like looking through like the invite list, and I'm like, ooh, I blocked her, I blocked him. <laughs> I've only really blocked maybe like five people from high school, but they were like all going, and I'm like, oh. Did you go to your twenty year? I didn't know what was going on. I mean, I forgot the year was the twenty year, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to have this one guy that used to be my, I mean, he's still my friend, and. I don't know what happened, but he said he sent me something about when it was coming up and stuff. I just never saw it because it went to my, on Facebook, it went to my folder where he it went wasn't. went to your personal phone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it went to my folder on my phone on Facebook where you have to be their friend or something. And I thought we were always friends. Uh, Maybe he deleted you. Yeah. And then like I saw happened. it and I saw it like six months after the fact. It was like, dude, you coming? You coming? Like he sent me like three or four messages. Oh, that like, sucks. Fuck. Did you go to your tenure? I think I, I think I did. I know I did go to my tenure. Yeah, I went to my tenure. Yeah, I did go to my ten. I didn't go to my twenty. So your twenty five is this year, mm. or next? I mean, like you know, no, it'll be this year, right? I don't know how they do that though. Yes, do they do them 10, every it's 10? 10, 20, 25, and then like fifty or something like that? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go to my twenty five. That'd be pretty cool. Because the last one they though had a blind bear. I'm like, I'm not gonna go to a place I go and you all to, the time. Yeah. You have to pay money to yeah. go to the to the thing, and it's always overpriced. Like, yeah. dude, who's in charge of this? Because I could have gone on this for like half the price. Because yeah. I think my tenure was at some place those behind those stables in Germantown. Oh like yeah, German yeah. You graduate stuff. from Germantown. I went to Houston. Oh okay. And then they had it at there was another thing. At like the racket club, I think. Mm. Yeah, it was at the racket club, which isn't even there anymore. Yeah. And then they did some other thing. I didn't go to the other thing. I went to the two of the things because there's one buddy of mine, Kevin Cool. He's like, man, come on, come on. And I was like, I don't want to see these people. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck. And so I did. I went to that one, but I didn't go to my 20 year because, like I said, they had it somewhere in another place was that Blind Bear. And I'm like, I'm not gonna go to Blind Bear, man. It's like tiny as fuck. I don't know where they're having ours, but I do know that the tickets are like 50 bucks a piece, which I don't think is really that bad. I think mm-hmm. there's like two drinks. I think last time it was like two drinks involved, but I remember like I kind of got a little bit bored and and um, me and he was my boyfriend at the time, but my now husband, we left early. And then like I missed like the big group photo and I'm like, well, fuck. I was there. And I didn't even get in the photo. I'm gonna I'm gonna come in at my, I'm gonna leave that motherfucker my 25th year like uh, Michelle and Romy in that movie I'm gonna fucking go to the helicopter out here. I'm like I read it posted notes <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> I need to find out what my 25 years hang on let's just do the math not the cocaine alcohol not the cocaine math. he's like pulls up his like four hundred and eighty thousand dollars <laughs> minus twenty let's say twenty three. Yeah, it's next year. So that means yours is this year. Well, you guys are in 99, right? I mean, 97. Yeah, so yours is this year then. I don't know. Maybe it already happened. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you didn't get invited. I'm sure Kevin Cool would have hit you up. I don't even know if he went to the other one. Mm. He has two kids now, right? I, I, I think know. I saw a picture I'm not sure. that he made. He, actually, the chick he's with, he 
got with her at the 10 year reunion. Oh, see, you're a good friend. You went with him because if I don't think if you went with him, he would have gone. He was like Mr. Houston or something like that. I fucking forgot about that. Or no, Mr. Most handsome, most attractive. I do remember seeing his picture multiple times in the yearbook. I was hardly in my yearbook. I skipped so much school my junior and senior year. Was he? He graduated with your year, right? Who? Kevin? Yes. That's why we went to the fucking Oh, yeah. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's like cocaine. (laughs) God bless, man. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Like, let me try to find out how to find it. Because I think there was like a page or something. Yeah, there's usually like an... It's with ours, it's in a bit page. Huh. All right, we don't want to keep you too much longer. Oh, you're fine. So we ask three questions. One question is, who would you like to give flowers to? So there's this movement where you give recognition to people while they're alive instead of dead. Mm-hmm. So who in your life would you like to appreciate while they're here? Oh, gosh. Oh, um, let me think. The first person that comes to mind is um, my friend's mom, Miss Dana. Um, she's just overcome so much, and she's, like, such a strong woman, and she's, like, able to be, like, assertive and, like, a strong leader without, like, coming across as, like, kind of bitchy, which I'm, like, I always tend to come across bitchy when I get assertive, so I'm, like, I always admire that about her, and she's such a sweet person, too. I think I would probably... She was kind of like a second mom growing up. Mm. So, yeah, probably Miss Dana. Yep. Another question. Oh, let me ask you. Okay, on top of that, though, how do you feel about being a woman and like a woman in position of power and people say, like, if you're assertive, you're being an, a bitch? Um, oh, good question. Good question. Yeah. Uh, family I- feud. Yeah, good question. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I did it essentially because I was like, good question, good question. I, I tell my sister, when she, especially when she was younger, I was like, um, it's best to be known as a bitch than a pushover. Mm. Um, because, and, and Miss Dana is actually the person who pushed back on that. And she, she, she would say, look, you can be assertive without being a bitch. And I'm like, yeah, but if you've ever been assertive, if you've ever stood up for yourself and not gone with the flow, then somebody called you a bitch at one point, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I just kind of feel like it's, I would rather, um, I'd rather be known as someone who's a little bit more assertive than than the vice versa, because then people don't mess with you as much. Do you think we'll ever have a female president? Yeah, I do. You think I, it'll be in our lifetime? Yeah, I do. I don't. I don't think you know. As much as I wanted to to, you know, the, I really did not like Hillary Clinton. I I voted for her and supported her, but I just I'm like, ah, uh, not her and. I don't know about Harris, but I do think we'll have one. You think it'll be like Michelle Obama? Oh my God, I would love to have. She ain't gonna do that though. You don't think? Mm-mm. I would. I really think that she might. You know, like Barack would be like, "Hey, I want to go back to the White House. Get your ass in there." You know, she will not do it. Absolutely not. It, Is she against it? Yeah, she she okay. hated she hated politics, and she 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 put up with so much being the first wife or the first lady. Um, yeah, I don't. Cause she's she said time and time again, absolutely not. But I mean, if she did, I'd be all on board. Let's um, go for a Marjorie Taylor Greene. No, <laughs> absolutely not. And was she was she a teacher? 
I hope not. I don't no, know. No, 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 uh, oh, uh, oh, Michelle, Michelle Obama. No, no, yeah. she was a lawyer. She's got oh, multiple okay. Ivy League. What um, about Elizabeth Warren? Um. Or what is the other one? Gabby? Gabby? Mm, is her name Gabby? Chelsea Gap? No, Chelsea. I know who you're talking about. The Hawaiian senator? Yeah, I think or so. Or Gabby Gifford. That's when it got shot in the head, right? Yeah. yeah. But I don't think she's... Um, I don't know about Elizabeth Warren. I think she kind of... I think she kind of killed her chances with the whole debacle with um, Native American. Yeah. Which I will say like that whole situation, like I was told my whole life that I was like a 16th Cherokee and that my grandmother's father was half Cherokee. I think that's how the math works. Yeah. Um, And then like after Elizabeth Warren did her, um, DNA test and was like, I was right. I'm like 0.001%. I'm like, girl, no. My mom went and got tested and she's less than 1%. So I'm like, somebody <laughs> lied. Some well, shady you know, shit in our family. Tulsi Gabbard from Hawaii. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I, I mean, but I'm not a big fan of her, mm. so. Well, you know, I've seen some like stories about the 23andMe and the mm-hmm. Ancestry.com and stuff. Well, it's like separated. It's like divided families because oh, pa- yeah. families were convinced they were Italian. Well, we're about mm-hmm. to find out you're Mexican. And it's, seriously, like <laughs> they, they, it, like this is like people in New York. I saw stories about like they're like we we're Italians, and then the test comes back. They're fucking like everything but Italian. Yeah, you know, it was crazy when I saw this. Man, I was like, holy fuck! I mean, so, that can rock your your whole because I mean that's who they, what you identify. Yeah, you know? we have a friend. His name is Brad. And Brad is always talking about how he's Italian. His last name is Wilson, though. <laughs> you know, like, Italians are I. Yeah. You know, I mean, not Val, I, but Val, Val. Val. Sorry. And then, like, I was like, Brad, I don't think so. And he's like, uh, fuck you and stuff like that or whatever. <laughs> I'm walking here. And then one day I got him a 23andMe. Zero percent Italian. Oh, God. Not he's even Irish. <laughs> yeah. Irish and Great Britain. Yeah. Oh, Bra- great, he's a Great British and Irish. I'm like, and and I bought one for him, but he hasn't taken it yet. No, it's in my room. We'll take it today. No, you got to do it when you haven't drank or eaten anything first. So probably like next weekend. I wonder how the drinking like to, and eating changes here. I don't know. It's something with the spit. You got to spit in it. So because I took one for myself too. What was it? Black? I mean, I'm Nigerian and Afro. I mean, uh, and um, Ethiopian. Oh, some shocker! White. Central some, Africa, some white. God damn! I would give that away. Some white. <laughs> Our people got raped, man. Uh, you got God. white in you? Generally, most people that are African or born like, here, born here, have some. Oh white yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't. I don't think Martin is a tribal name <laughs> from Africa. Man. Uh, my grandfather, he he had one done on my dad's side, and he was like one percent. West African, and I have some very, very racist family members in my family, and I'm like, (laughs) and this dumbass, I'm not going to say who it is, but he was like, well, there's some white people in Africa, and I'm like, colonize (laughs) South Africa? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, no. But then I'm like, ooh, that means that there's probably some rape that happened in our family, and that's the reason why we have that. That's just the world we live in. Did you have... See what see if Brad's changed any. Does it change over time? Yeah, I've heard it does that. Right? Yeah, what changes over time? Like your, your genealogy, your your results. Oh, like it's updated. It's because the more samples they get, that makes I sense. Guess. We have ancestry. Seventeen point nine percent European, British, Irish, French, German, Finnish, broadly Northwestern European. 
Egyptian, Southeast Asian. So this wow. means the where it's dark like that is where you concentrated. Yeah, it's like most of your people are from. Mm-hmm. Brad, has your father done one? I don't think so. Let's see what Brad says. White. <laughs> <laughs> Not Italian. There's one. There was like a meme that was like assorted crackers. What is that? <laughs> uh, he is British Irish, seventy-eight point seven, seventy-eight point one percent. But he's 99.9% Northwestern European. <laughs> 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 and then when we do yours, we're going to see if you're 100% Indian like you think you are. I'm telling you, it's going to... There you're... I don't know, man. People, there were some colonies in India. I'm, yeah, for sure. You know. What if I got white in me? <laughs> I'd be like, yo, yo, crackers. What's up, dog? <laughs> white crackers. No. I'd be like, yo, what you talking about, man, kids? My genealogy, dog. It's like that fighter, uh, Matt Perry, or Mike Perry. I think he came out with, like a little bit black. Oh, he yeah. He go around saying the N-word. No. So. <laughs> they shut that down really fast against no, him. You know, like, oh, it. yeah, man. No, don't do it. Mm-mm, no, no. And then the other two questions are, what's your advice for people? Oh, yeah. And what mark do you want to leave good on question, the world? Good question. Mm. Um, my advice for people, I guess, is when you have the opportunity to do the right thing, do it. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Um, Yeah. And then what mark do I want to leave on the world? I don't know. I just, um, I'd like to leave this world with people understanding different, you know, people who are different than them a little bit better. I, you know, I'd like for us to be a little bit more empathetic and, and, um, and kind towards each other. I would like to do something to hopefully make that happen. Even though sometimes I can come off as a bitch. (laughs) self. Which is more important to you, emotional intelligence or, like, intellectual intelligence? I think emotional intelligence. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think EQ is lacking in a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people just don't get it, man. When did EQ become, like, the, like, the topic again? Like, mm-hmm. I've been hearing about it a lot. Yeah. Well, I think it's more people are allowed to talk about their feelings now. Yeah. It used to be a thing where it's like weak, especially for men, to mm-hmm. talk about what they're going through and shit. How do you feel about that? Do you like a man that's emotional um, or I, shows some feelings? You, well, yeah. I, you know, I am. Hmm. I kind of have like. Suspect. You no, know, no. It's just like, you know, have like. You you've are been, not the epitome of a straight man. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're questioning it. Andrew Tate would have said, no, you won't. You <laughs> No, I just, I, it's, you know, it's, I want everyone to be able to tell, you know, express their emotions. Um, however, I will say that like growing up around men who did not express their emotions, did not address these issues that they have. It is kind of jarring mm-hmm. when I see, you know, like a man cry or mm-hmm. something like that. And so, but that's like, that's my shit. I got to like process, but yeah. yeah, no, I'd rather, I'd rather a man be emotional than keep that shit bottled up and like start shooting people. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
putting holes in walls and what is what is more important um or what do you think about between like a sigma male or an alpha male which one would you rather have Mm, does it have to be either or or do you want a beta male I don't know. <laughs> she just wants a good man. I just want, you know, like, well, I, I, I feel like I have, like, my husband's kind of like the perfect mix, like, where he can take the lead if he has to, and then he doesn't get over, you know, like. Good answer. Yeah, I'm like, just, I don't feel like you have to be one thing or another. You I know? think if you're going to be one of those two, I think you'd probably be better off being a Sigma, because it's more of a lone wolf, and you also know that you need other people sometimes, too. Yeah. Like. But the alpha male is kind of just, well, it's an alpha. If you look at a pack thing, it's generally they're going to take care of the pack. The way that society has put it, it's just a brutish yeah. douchebag. Yeah. And I don't think that's the right way of being. I think if I was going to choose between the two, I, I'd rather be hanging around with somebody that's more Sigma who has some empathy. Yeah. You know, who give me an example, like whoever. Like, like, if, a, like, like a, a character, a, if you're going to yeah. do a character, it would be like John Wick would be Sigma because mm. um, okay. he kind of does stuff by himself. Uh, Donald Trump would be like an alpha male. Yeah, fuck him. Like where he's, you know, he needs to be shown. He needs to be oh, seen. Okay. Yeah. Like that's the type of thing that he is. I have no positive things to say about that. Man. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> like my profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's generally the, the two. But then, like, you can have, like, an alpha male could be, like, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Or, you know, um, Bill Gates. I mean, they've conquered the world. <laughs> they may not look what you think, like, an alpha male is supposed to look. Like, big but, and tall and muscular and shit like that. Yeah, but I think that's just Hollywood's version mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Because, like, Bill Gates has probably given more people jobs than anybody else that's alive right now. Because there's so many people that use his product. Yeah. Windows. You know, Office, Excel. You know that. I mean, his product is is going on and on and on. So, I don't know. A lot of people don't like him because they think he's doing some shady shit or whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't I mean, the I don't windmills, buy the land, <laughs> buying up all the land, five G and all sorts of crap. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't know all that stuff, but I think his products are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's why I have a job. Yeah. Yeah. True. I like his. Well, I guess it's his ex-wife now. Bill Gates' ex-wife. She's been like. Doing a lot of like charity work, and I think she donated a shit ton of money to like a women's shelter here in Memphis. Oh, yeah, really? she ended up getting like 39 million mm, or billion. I mean, yeah, and she gave one of the charities received from one of her big donations that trickled down was one of the charities here. I don't know which yeah. one it was, but like that was really, you know, these people don't have to give a dollar, yeah, but they do, yeah, you know, I mean, really, she just, you know. Figure out how to tax the ultra rich better, but I I appreciate her doing that. If you had to date one of the two, who would you date? Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos? I would be single. <laughs> I would stay single. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. Oh gosh. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Elon Musk. Oh God, no. Super super rich edition. Oh God. You have to choose. You know, you know how to play the game. I don't want to. Who would you do? Yeah. Me? My? I would, um, okay. Are you, and are you getting fucked or are they fucking you? <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm doing the fucking. Oh, God. All right. So I'm going to. I would fuck Elon Musk 
because you know he's got a weird looking body. Man. A little <laughs> alien. Looks like he's got an alien body looking thing. Because people, I mean, I saw that picture and then people like rotated the picture and like showed us the rest. I mean, it's so weird looking. Now I really can't talk because my, my fucking stomach area is really weird looking too. But you know, yeah, I don't want to look at that. Every day. <laughs> so you just want to hit him from behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. Um. Got it. I would end up marrying Jeff Bezos because he'd be loving or something. Yeah, because you you get to do fun things with him. You know, he's always going he's a like super yacht. Yeah, he's got all yeah. the yacht. They took down a bridge to get his yacht to the water. You know, <laughs> I thought that they wouldn't do that. No, they, they like, ended up doing it because uh, oh, you know, and he was paying for it to be and be yeah. you know that story. That's funny story on that. I saw that like. Jeff Bezos demolishes bridge to get you mega yacht out of where the fuck it was supposed to be. It's but like, baby. huh? It's clickbaity. So yeah. Look at yeah. It. So then like, so I would marry Jeff Bezos and I would, um, you would kill Bill Gates. Bill yeah. Gates. Damn, man. You're out of the job. He gave us the vaccine dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back to you. Oh shit. Um, I would fuck Elon Musk, um, and probably, Marry Bill Gates and kill Bezos. Damn, no Amazon. No Amazon, dog. What the I fuck's know, wrong with you? But it's been like so bad for like so many small businesses. So, but that's everything, though. I know, but hey, still, like, you put I feel your like little, he could do better. You put your little wish list out there on Amazon when you're building the map. It's very true. And you know what? And I bought you some things and I you bought it to your house. You, you did. Yeah, I forgot about that. She was building. Uh, she I'm was making, making masks. masks. I did like 2,000 masks. Did you really? Oh, I think I remember you telling me that yeah. now. Yeah, 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 I was like, I looked at a thing. I was like, what is she building? <laughs> Like, what is she really? I was like, what is she making with all this shit? And yeah. I saw a picture of one of the masks. I was like, oh. Yeah, that was back. That was a stressful time. That was back. Uh, that was like 2020. I mean, 2020. Tw- early yeah. 2020, yeah. Um, I had, man, I had um, uh, like hospice care centers, cancer centers, all of these people that worked at these places, retirement homes, all that, calling, messaging me, asking for masks because they couldn't find them. And it was, like, really scary back then. And I was like, I can't make all these. But I was, like, I was balling, man. I was doing, like, 40 to 100 a day, easy. Um, Yeah, I did about a couple – I did, I think, like, 2,100. And then I, yeah, without Amazon, since you kill your Yeah, face, Amazon. Do you think did? I'm gonna take? Amazon helped. Amazon definitely helped. Do you think I was, I was gonna go to the fucking store and yeah, the Hobby Lobby and buy that shit? No uh, way. Yeah, I know, but it's just like it's such like a great product, and he does do a great job of like innovating new things that make our lives easier. Like, I mean, I have like an Alexa and all that stuff. He's like listening to me. I argue with my husband and whatnot, <laughs> but, but it's just like there's like so much, you know, that I feel like better that he can do in the world and i i don't really like elon musk either but i feel like he's at least trying and so that's why i'm gonna fuck him Mm. but interesting yeah so which is better Mm -hmm. having a good like communication skills or comprehension Ooh, i'm gonna say communication interesting because i think you if you if you're not comprehending if you are good at communicating you could probably but you can tell somebody something that they don't understand it, then what is it? So I think they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. I think you need both. Yeah. So things we're going to work on our, what was it? Email writing? Oh, yes. <laughs> Grammarly. Grammar. Grammarly. Grammarly. Oh, I had that for a little while. I liked it. What is that? It's like a website where you can type in your stuff and it's like, okay, here's all your mistakes. And it does help. Yeah. I need that. Yeah. I'm going to download that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you need a hobby. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'll give you one of my hobbies. My phone, 
my spelling is so fucked up that my phone will put the wrong spelling as the right <laughs> spelling. I'm like, I've I know that's not how it's spelled, I've bitch. I've done that, too. I was like, fuck you, iPhone. That's not how you spell that. No, I've done that, too. I've actually accidentally posted something with the wrong spelling. <laughs> and my husband will be like, you got to fix that. That looks really like it looks like you're really dumb. I'm like, crap. But luckily, we're coming. They're coming out with a new OS, iOS where you can correct your text messages now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think it comes out this fall. Is that the one you can delete your text messages? Or that I yeah, saw you can, that. You can unsend them and you can edit them now. Now that's really. I mean that that's a feature that's going to help a lot of people. I think because when you're mad, you're going to say something, right? Yeah. And then you're like, shit, I shouldn't have you're sent that. You're just going to have to but, screen yeah, Scott. Yeah, they screen screen Scott. Scott. Yeah, screenshot faster. That's like when the crazy used to text me. She texts me all this hateful shit. And I wake up the next morning. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, I don't know. I was drunk and I deleted it. I was like, bitch, I can text it to you right now. What you said. They're still on my fucking phone. Fucking psycho. She definitely needs that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just like. Mm-hmm. Ew, but I wonder if people are going to use that for like bad, like, like. Asking like a question or something. Well, no, like asking a question a certain way, like a leading way, and then getting an answer, and then go back and editing the question, and then screenshotting it, and being mm. like, "See, he's an awful person." Well, people will always there's gonna look be some, for advantages to take advantage. Yeah, of situations. there's going to be some shady shit that happens. We're going to not trust screenshots anymore. Well, you know, it's like that thing where you can, I can, like Tony can call from his phone, but it would show my number as it's like it be like on my end, like. It'd be me calling myself. Mm-hmm. What is that? There's an app for that, right? Or something like that? No, like it spoofs your number? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know you can do like, you can make like a fake test, a text message. So you probably can do those calls too. Mm-hmm. Like you say like somebody calls my boss, but it looks like it's my number and say mm-hmm. something like that's pretty fucking weird. Man. Yeah. Now knowing when my boss is answering it, this is not Raul. The phone actually works. Click. <laughs> <laughs> so he got one day he got so frustrated. He was like, he's like, Dude, please fix your phone or please do something, man. Like, we were having a conversation about something pretty important. And I'm like, sorry, man, I gotta go. Bye. Right, this bitch, Bye. Went, he asked me, he said, Which case did you buy for your phone? I told him, <laughs> Send it to him. He ordered the case, didn't order a phone. <laughs> like, how much sense does that make? Man? I ordered a, okay, I ordered a phone yesterday. I went to the fucking store. But that's only because your phone won't even let you. Yeah, now it's a, it's on its last. I mean, it's like you didn't even. And, know. and, and like, is it still cracked. doing with the texting where it like makes that weird noise? Oh yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like it's operation. Text me, text me, text me. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and it's always so loud. I hate dings and noises, and he's always like ding, ding, click, 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 click. I'm like, bitch, you have your phone in your hand all the time, man. You don't need fucking notifications. You hear that? (laughs) What is that? Is there like... That's the home button. Oh, my God. That would drive me fucking crazy. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Terry, help him be a better man. So, look, we were at my... I was at my brother's house on Friday or... Yeah, Friday. And I told my niece and nephew to start texting me to irritate my brother. So, I set my phone right here like this. And we went back in the house. (laughs) He's like... Dude, it's nuts, so man. You love noise. The phone is being, and I mean, every, it's coming. It's being you. Annoying. But like, fuck that. The guy that helped me at AT&T, I hope he gets fired sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give him a bad review, but damn, man. I know you're about to close. I got there at 7. They closed at 8. Dude, you had a whole hour. Yeah. Like, I wasn't there like 
10 minutes before you close. Yeah. You could have just did it online, man. I don't even know why you went to the store. When I got mine, I did it online. They sent it to the house. Mine's coming to the house, but like, no, I but I'm go, saying, oh, like, I did thing. everything online. But then I was going to actually. Because they up. don't keep bigger size phones in the in the stores, like as far right. as the, the hard drive space. Um, yeah, but for like a 200 bucks, 200 bucks more, I could have gotten 500 gigs of space more on my phone. Why would I not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I asked Tony. I was like, what size do you have? And so he told me, he's like, if they have the terabyte, get that. And oh, I was, wow. that's what I told the guy. I was like, hey, I just want the terabyte. And so he's like, are you sure? Like, I've already like, started on the. I was like. What he had a 500 gig in the store? No, he didn't even have a 500 gig. Oh, well, you have a 256? Yeah, like the smaller yeah, one. So I was, I I was like, one. bro, like, I'm thinking to spend like $1,300 on this phone. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, like, I, I want the best. Yeah. You know? And I told him, he was like, I'm going to try to buy it outright. It's like, don't buy the phone outright. That's the dumbest thing, man. They have the payment plans for a reason because now that the way they do the phones, there's a new phone every year. Yeah. Back in the day, it used to be you can buy a new one for like two, 300 bucks, which made sense to pay cash for it. Yeah. It's not, like every two years. Yeah, too. not to not now. Like they're gonna come out with a fourteen next month. Well, he was like October. He was like, I asked him. I was like, you know, I want to enroll in the thing where I can get the new phone in October. He's like, unless you have eighteen months or paid half the phone off, you can't. You're not gonna be. You won't be able to eligible to get the phone. Mm. I was like, look at the guy. I go, but you got a new phone, so this phone's gonna last you a good. Yeah, good I mean, time. when is your phone supposed to get here? It's supposed to be here on Wednesday. Yeah, but. When I looked online, it said there's only shipping between the 12th and the 15th. Oh. So I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, how's that going to work? I don't know. They usually go through FedEx, so it's pretty quick, generally. Yeah. I know I had a little bit of issue in mind because that was during the that snowstorm. Oh. 2020 or whatever. 2020. No, 2021. Mm, that was a freak snowstorm. Yeah. Because I had ordered mine and then it took a bit, but that was because of the delays in the traffic and all that. Yeah. Or the, the ice and all that shit. That was mm. Yeah, work on no notifications, man. We don't need to hear that ding, I got, like, the watch, so it buzzes my hand, and I don't have this on at all. And help him find a woman. Why do you have to find a woman? You want to find a man? (laughs) Well, no, I mean, like, but but why are you, do you, are you lonely, or are you fine? No. No? You don't want a mate. I want a mate. No, we're not a couple. I've joked that I'm like, if me and my husband got divorced, that that he would be married within like a year or two of our divorce, and I would never get married again because mm. I don't ever want to compromise. Like he's the only person that's worth being in a, in a marriage with. But I would stay Damn. single. I know it's kind of brutal, <laughs> but it's like I've had like so many like relationships, you know, that I'm just like, oh fuck that shit. I I want to pick my wall colors. So the only person who I would whose opinion would matter would be my son's. Mm. But me and my husband aren't getting divorced or anything. Do but if that did happen. Do you think we're designed to be with one person for the rest of our life? No. I think you change and stuff, but um, it just you just have to pick somebody that, if you're going to get married, if you want to get married, you need to pick someone that's going to kind of... Go with you. Go, go with you. Yeah. yeah, move with you. Would you ever do a thruple? That shit scares me. Is that like... Like a th- couple, like three a year of, part of another couple. Yeah. yeah. Is it two girls? Because <laughs> I'm not trying to be no fucking trouble with a guy. Uh, I mean, I guess you could share the woman. No, I don't want to be with a. I don't want to do it with a with another. I mean, dude. that's. I don't know why you chose that. That was your way <laughs> no, of thinking. Because like, I, I didn't say that. No, but I was just assuming that's what you were meaning. Like yeah. it's going to be a woman, right? Like maybe, you, oh, yeah. I mean, we were talking about sus. Maybe you're a little sus. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like we asked this buddy of ours one time. We're like, 
We're like, hey, um, such and such, have you ever had a threesome? He's like, yeah, man, one time me and my buddy fucked this girl. And like, dude, we were talking about <laughs> you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. <laughs> so if it was two women, would you date two women? I'd be op- okay for that. Mm-mm. It'd be it'd be like, a, I think it, it'd get expensive, right? Because you have to buy <laughs> both of them something. It, you'd have no time. I like his practical mindset. Like, are you like, are they living? Are we like living together? Like, sure. I mean, like, okay, so if we're living together, you know, one's going to get mad if you're spending too much time with the other, right? 100%. That's just nature. I think it depends on the person. And then, and then like, you know, you go to the movies, that's three movie because you have to buy <laughs> popcorn, Coke. Why don't you just split it? Then? Yeah, that's what I'm screaming. I don't know that's how it works. I thought we like. I mean, you're already doing something that's not traditional. Yeah, so why are you to. worrying about traditional values when you're oh, in yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. relationship? I, I, I have a, you know, I have a couple of friends actually that are poly, and I'm like, I can barely like manage the the walking on eggshells from the baggage that I have from previous relationships. The baggage my husband has from previous relationships. I can't even imagine like adding a third person in there. Yeah. So no, but I will say like. Um, my younger sister, we were watching my husband's band play, and um, I had not gotten there yet. And one of her sorority sisters came up to her and um, was like, I just met the the man I'm going to marry. Um, he's so cute. And she dragged my sister over there and then pointed to my husband. <laughs> <laughs> and Kenny was telling me about it, and I was like, well, did she do laundry? Like, like, will she help me? Yeah. Will she help me clean the house? Cause I'm like, go ahead, shoot your shot. See what he says. I don't know. But then like, you know, if you were in like a serious trouble, it's called trouble, right? Thruple. Thruple. If you're wearing a serious one, like that, uh, one of those, like, would you not start developing feelings for one of them more than the other over time? I'm sure. I mean, this naturally, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure you would. Like, I have a buddy of mine, him and his wife are swingers, and he said it's made the relationship better. I've heard that, too. But she definitely comes out ahead because she goes, <laughs> she goes, she likes women and men. Yeah. So, and then women can get dick anytime they want. Yes. Not saying it's quality dick. No, Or but a quality he, person, but they can always have sex with somebody if they really yeah. want to. Yeah. But, it's, uh, not, it's definitely not as easy for a guy to... So they're wild oats if that's what they're trying to do. Like finally, oh, it's just like agree. like we talked about with uh, <laughs> uh, fuck, forget his name. I'm just, the guy in um New York, lives in Florida now. Oh, uh, um, Mike, is it Mike? Joseph, yeah, Joseph. That's right. Yeah, so like we were talking to Joseph, and there's this guy online now. His name's Andrew Tate. I don't know if you've even seen any of his stuff, mm-hmm. but you're, anyways, you're he, like he was talking. To, <laughs> he was talking to these two gamers, and they're like 17, 18 years old. And the guys were talking about how like they spend all their time playing e games, so like they're millionaires from playing games, mm-hmm. but they don't socialize with anybody. They play like 14, 16 hours a day playing video Shit. games. And so like one of the guys was like, yeah, I had I've been on e dates and I had e sex. And he's like, I've never actually had sex with a woman. I've never seen a live vagina before. <laughs> and then Andrew Tate's like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like, <laughs> But that's not a, a passion of theirs is to find women. And apparently that's a lot of men are going down that road, especially like younger men where they're in their their lives of just being online with everything. So they're not actually socializing with people. And that's going to affect them later on in life. And he's like, 
it's great that, you know, you guys have made money and a lot of kids are expiring to be that, but a mm-hmm. small fraction of people are actually going to get to where you guys are at. And so that's what they were saying that there's a lot of men <coughs> nowadays who are not one getting out there. And then two, they're not having sex at all. Yeah. There's like people like virgins in their late twenties and thirties. Yeah. Cause I mean, we know, we all know people, every man to an extent is going to be an incel because mm-hmm. like your wife may not want to have sex with you that night. So you're not choosing not to have sex with her. You're it's involuntary, <laughs> you know, but there's some guys out there that just don't have any option. They, you don't, they generally say there's like a small fraction of men that are having sex with most of the women. And there's a big population of men don't that don't. Cause I do have, I know guys that haven't had sex in years. Yeah. And it's not by choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but I mean, that's why I think like prostitution might be a thing. <laughs> They should just legalize it. Do you think that that would cut into women's dating lives if prostitution was legalized here in the United States? Because say like a guy, say like a guy doesn't have to go out with a girl just to try to have sex with her. Like not saying he doesn't like her, but I guarantee if a guy had a choice of having sex with a girl to end the night, he'd probably choose to have sex with her into the night after a date. So like say if he went with a prostitute, it's kind of like DoorDash. So like. (laughs) They go for that, like the easy fix, and then they can, not saying that they're going to get the the emotional side, but they're going to get the physicality out of the way. So I wonder if that would cut into some dates because the guys could choose that option. Mm. But then I wonder if it became that easy, would they start looking for a real relationship with would, somebody? I think they would look for a real relationship. I think they would get bored with the because, like, the, I always think facade. like I always think like people that do porn and prostitution, it's like. Don't you want some type of connection when you're having sex? Don't you want somebody to feel like they like you? Yeah. Well, I think I saw like it was like an interview with like a porn star where she was talking about how that like her <coughs> fantasies are not even sex based anymore. They're more of like cuddling and connecting mm. and stuff like that. So I can totally see like yeah, because you know some of these <clears throat> excuse me some of these strip uh, porn stars are in, you know they've done hundreds of movies whether mm-hmm. it's one scene in the movie or multiple scenes in the movie you know and like. They probably don't even get off. No, pro- no, you know, no. like there's no way, and you know, like <laughs> and I think it is a lot of work. Like they are, they're there for long hours. Yeah, like I mean, different it, positions, even, taking stills and shit. Even like that. the guys that are in the porns, you know, with them, they're hopped up on Viagra or something, you know, because a lot of them. I mean, they do it for their job. Like yeah. they get hard, they get sucked off, they go fuck. Right, and then that the scene or whatever, and then the director takes a break. Then they get soft, and then you know there's, there's, there's a fluffer that gets them back hard, and you know then they go, <laughs> and it's like a lot of them they have to take Viagra all the day long, all yeah. the time. And you can, I can imagine like you know they say like um, if if you enjoy doing something, don't make it a job or mm, whatever. That I'm like, yeah. I can see that you know it'd be kind of being an issue where it's like because it is a job that even when you're even when you're not wanting it to be, you actually want to form a connection and have like, you know, like sex with the person that you love. It probably can be kind of tedious. And there's a lot of risks that come involved with that too. You, yeah. Like health, HPV, chlamydia, you know, like, cause I saw this one chick. She's like, yeah, people think that we don't get tested. We get tested. And she was on this guy's podcast, him and his, his fiance, they fuck porn stars after they do a podcast with them. <laughs> and the guy has a podcast called no jumper. His name is Adam 22. And on one of the previous podcasts, he was telling his buddies that he just caught something. 
Yeah. And then this chick is up here saying that they don't catch any. I mean, they test string it. And this motherfucker previously just said he caught something. So it's like. Well, you never know. I mean, if you're if your whole thing is like having a podcast where you're you're fucking a porn star afterwards, you're probably doing some other questionable shit, too, that he could have caught it from. But like, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's definitely a. It can't be easy because I know there's a lot of judgment that comes with being a porn star, Mm -hmm. too, man. Because I know a lot of them, they got to have some kind of emotional issues. Like, because you're always being judged and people are going to say some foul shit to you because yeah. of what you've done on camera. Yeah. And then it's like, they're doing nothing more than our purpose in life, essentially. We're all here to fuck and then die. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, like, some people like to push their little bullshit what was it? There was insecurities a, on others. There was a porn star that, that um, what is her name? I think I want to starts with an M or something. Mila Khalifa. I think so. Yeah, where yeah. she said, she said something to the effects that it's better to sell your body to porn than the U.S. Army or the military oh, or something. Shit. And and it was the person who shared it was a, a vet, and he was like, I agree with her because mm. I mean, like his he had a, I guess he had a bunch of shit go down, but but I'm like, yeah, I mean. Our government is fucking over our veterans. Oh, absolutely. Like, I saw something the other day where these people were fist bumping after oh, yeah. blocking them from, because uh, of what the John Stewart, right, the burn the tire. Because mm-hmm. I think oh, Nathan, yeah. Nathan said that's a big, because I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. He said they just have these pits that are constantly burning all day long of their, they'll just dump shit in there. And they're breathing all that shit in and they'll come back here. And they're like stirring it and like yeah. keeping it going. Yeah. So fucked, man. Like, you're you're helping protect us. And then they don't even protect you when they get done with you. You're disposable. Well, that's the thing that they're, um, you know, like the numbers they need every year, like mm-hmm. the quotas. They had to lower the standards to get people in there just to hit the quotas. And I think they eventually had to lower the quotas because not everybody's going there anymore. Yeah. Well, it's not a it's not an ideal job. I mean, because, no. you know, you're going to there's a possibility of you dying. Yeah. You know. I was talking to somebody. I'm like, you know, if. If our government was fighting for veterans the way that they fought for us, like after they came home, then that mm. would be like one thing. But it's, I feel like I don't think I know a single like kid who has a dad that's a veteran or a veteran themselves that has not had like a horrific situation with trying to get their benefits or trying to use the, the hospitals and stuff. And this I mean, I think they eventually did pass it. But I mean, that was that was just some political like bullshit that yeah. that they were doing and they were trying to to hurt you know Democrat. save some fucking money yeah well it's just like uh even the people that go over there because i have a buddy of mine he was in afghanistan and now he has ptsd mm-hmm. and he's like been interested in like microdosing to help out with his his trauma but yeah. it's just like they don't even help them like with therapy and like yeah. going to the v because my dad was in vietnam and going to the v8 is even a hassle yeah one of my buddies I forget his name. He said he's finally free of U.S. government hospitals. He can go to like um, regular. Oh, yeah, that's right. They I have fig- to go. Yeah, I forget who it was. Because he also said most of us that wait in line at the VA end up dying because we're waiting so long to get treatment. I mean, what is that whole thing that uh, Leader Fine does where there's. A soldier kills himself every so often. It's like 22 a day, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like crazy. It's one too many. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's sad, man. Like it said, these people should oh, always be taken care of after they get done helping Absolutely. out. You talking about that walk, the irrelevant warrior? I don't know. There's something where it's a, a number that oh yeah kill themselves every so often, like 22 seconds a soldier. Oh yeah, maybe like, that's what it is. I thought, but it was... it's 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 sad, man. It's it's a very unfortunate. Like if you should. You should take care of them once they're done because they took care of us and they served yeah. you. But that's for another day. Uh, where can everybody find you at? Uh, you can find me at um, my website is um, Um Yeah. And that will take you to my Etsy page. And do you, when you get... Man underwear, you can have Raul be a model. I will to show off his uh, camel yeah. toe ass. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Or is it so? A did you know? Hang on. Did you know that like on bikini shoots and stuff like that, like and like these popular magazines, well, not like bikini shoots, but like when they're when they're like showing like leggings and stuff like that, and the girl's ass and stuff like that. You know, they put a bunch of padding and shit in there. I didn't know that. I saw like a behind the scenes on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you just ruined that for me, bitch. <laughs> I think that was like an influencer. But it's just, you know, it's, it's, um, they, I mean, I have a friend who was a plus size model. She was like a size six. Like she's smaller it's, than I it's am. Crazy. Now. Yeah. And she had this whole set of like this, like high end padding, like real life, like stuff to make herself bigger. Cause they just, you know, and with that influencer, I mean, it's just like those leggings are just supposed to make your ass look so big. And so she just needed help as an assless wonder. I, I, I sympathize with her, <laughs> but then like, you know, at bed, bath and beyond, you know the towels are oh, fake. Uh huh. The little—they're fucking styrofoam. <laughs> yeah, what? we're being lied to. Does that I, hurt your feelings? It did when I first <laughs> saw that. I didn't believe it, so I went to the fucking store right there on White Station, <laughs> and I looked, and I tried to pull a towel. Did you get the remote too from that Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> was it Click or something? But yeah. I was so fucking mad. I mean, I'm mad. I was kind of like, damn. It's just disappointing. Yeah, I was kind like, of the f- there's some things that I don't want to see the truth of. Like, yeah. you know, I just want to keep it the way I remember it. Like, yeah. you know, now that's ruined. The legging thing is ruined for me. Like, you know, like- do you use real models or do you use dummies? <laughs> I use real models. <laughs> uh, no, I have like, um, I mean, I have mannequins. Is yeah, that what yeah. You Sometimes I use mannequins. Sometimes I, uh, most of the time I'll use like a natural model. Oh, okay. Yeah. And sometimes they're like model models. And then sometimes they're just like people who've reached out to me. They're like, I always wanted to model lingerie. And I'm like, well, you know, get the girl next door look that I, that I like. Um, come on. And so. Do you airbrush their pictures or you just um, put it as is? Well, I, okay. So I used to have a deal with a photographer where he would take all of the photos and then give me the raw images, which is something that most photographers will not do. But I could, I had editing experience because of, um, you know, one hyper. When I started my line, I was taking my own photos, editing my own photos, um, and then posting them. And so I would edit them and I would, I would like airbrush, um, airbrush some of the things, but I always had it like, if I didn't notice like a flaw or a dimple or a stretch mark or whatever, if I didn't notice like talking to the girl and then I did not airbrush it out, you Mm -hmm. know, um, it was just like, or no, no, no. If I, 
yeah, I would make it just like so I, it was who I, you know, what I saw like when I when she was in front of me. Because when you zoom in on these images, you can just, I mean, yeah. It was like when I, I modeled a little bit and when I had to edit my own photos, I mean, that will knock you down a peg or two for sure because you're just like, good God, I'm hideous. But, um, but yeah, it's just like you have to – it has to be a very light touch. How do you feel about the movement now where there's women that are just posting their raw photos? Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. I feel like, um, you know – all of the all of the air airbrushing and touching up and squeezing and and you know body body altering of the photos it it'll fuck with your head if you that's all you see and so when i see even influencers or different models that have like similar body types as mine wearing clothes that i might be interested in, it really does help um me and be able to envision the product on me and so i'll buy it and that's the reason why i kind of i use like some models that have like the model physique and then i have some models that are just like your people you would probably hang out with like mm. at regular everyday girls how do you think of girls not even like well i mean you yeah i have some thicker but i mean it's just like like a size four instead of a size two or a size six or a size eight you know what it's, you consider like the girl next door yeah girl next door yeah, yeah. so how do you feel about like when the kardashian chick got mad that people posted that picture of her I mean, I I kind of I don't know. I feel like the Kardashians. I do not watch the show. I but at the same time, I'm like they have such hate coming from them, and and it's like it's like circular. It's like you know they're insecure. People are saying things that make them even more insecure. They fix it, or they get you know body altered, or they alter their photos or whatever to make them feel better. And then people call them out on that. And it's just like all of this freaking mess. And so I'm like, if that was her image, you know, I hate that it was put out without her permission and she's feeling awful about it. But at the same time, like all of her edited photos are making other young girls feel yeah. awful about themselves too. So it's what picture. I saw it? the picture and I didn't see anything wrong, There's with, nothing the wrong with it, but that's just like how like, like a, such a like a lens that they have on themselves that like any little flaw they have to airbrush out. Have you seen the? I think it's a picture where she's eating a burger or something, and then she's not even biting into it. I haven't seen that. It's like Kim Kardashian. He's like, mm, and you look at the food, and it's not even. <laughs> <laughs> that family's terrible, in my opinion, man. Yeah, and they're so fake because you know they sold that sex tape. Yeah. Like they'd be suing these big companies that are putting it out there if it really wasn't, if it was actually stolen. So yeah. anybody that has like, like that Pamela, Pamela and Tommy Lee, when they had theirs, it was, it was sold. You know, it may initially been stolen, but they licensed it after they made a fucking shit. Ton well, of money. they made money from it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't keep up with that. You're uh, not keeping up. With the I don't keep up with the Kardashians. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. But I mean, I heard that she dumped that guy. She did. She dumped Pete Davidson. And I heard. I didn't. Go, I didn't Google it, but somebody brought. It I up did yesterday. see. I did see that come across my feed. And it actually kind of made me kind of sad because I'm like, what for him? Kind of for both of them because I feel like they manufacture some bullshit relationship. No one can give a fuck about anymore. No, or I was highly. Well, I don't know. Like Pete Davidson, he just. I don't know. I kind of felt like he would be a good fit for the for her in my limited knowledge of who she is. Just, but. 
um, the whole Kanye thing when like, he was losing his shit, I've been in a relationship like that where it like, became super over-controlling and kind of mm. fucking scary. And so I'm like, maybe she does need Pete Davidson to maybe be cracking jokes vagina. in the corner. Maybe he's, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's why she's driving these dudes crazy, man. You should try to date her next. Yeah, I will. She <laughs> likes since Terry didn't answer about finding you a woman. <laughs> go for go for Kim. I will. I'll send her a DM. Yeah. Slide in the DM, dog. I'll do it today. You should really slide into her DM. That'd be funny <laughs> if she answered it. <laughs> she probably gets a lot. She's like, hmm, this guy looks like a winner. Especially now that she's single. Yeah. I just hope she, I really do hope she doesn't go back to Kanye because if, if that, because now that could have been publicity. Maybe that's, you know, like him acting like a crazy possessive ex-boyfriend. Maybe that was kind of their whole thing because he did have an album that came out around that time. But yeah, I don't think they don't do, they don't do anything for just to do it. Everything's manufactured. Yeah. You know, which more power to them. They made a shit ton of money. Yeah. But But if she goes back to him, that sets a really bad example of what you should tolerate as a. And I mean, as a woman, but just in like a partnership at all. Like, if a woman did that shit, that still wouldn't be okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, slide and dirty, I'm wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Since Terry's not going to find you, I know. I mean, shit. I don't really. I'm like, Here is it. Here is. Yeah, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know any women. Rara out. Rara out. Like all of the women that I know are like married. Mm. I'm well, trying to think if there's no. Would I have sex with a married woman? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'm like, is there any like? If I'm like, I don't really have anyone that's unmarried uh, that I'm like close enough with to be like, hey. I really need to. But I mean, do you? Who, who did we talk about like last time that we we're going to work on this? It was a girl. It was on the podcast. Fuck. Who was it? Who was the last girl? Not you. Not Alex. Alex. Who? Edelman. No, oh, Alex. Uh, yeah. What's Andres's friend? Gina. Oh, it was Gina. Gina. It was ah, Gina. Gina. But what was Andres's friend's name? Alex. Alex. Yeah, Terry. I think it was Alex. Well, we appreciate it, Terry. Oh, it was thank fun. you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. wasting your Sunday with us. Oh, no. It was yeah. great. It was great. You're never going to get back this three and a half you hours. You learned a lot about cocaine. I did. And, I'm very uh, kind of like, I got like a setup, like, you know, don't buy two days worth. <laughs> I, have, I have one more story. I have one more story. And this, oh, is, my, and this is my last story of cocaine on the podcast. <laughs> For at least good. ten episodes. <laughs> um, so one time, my friend, this was a really good friend of mine that nobody believes she's real. So I have to tell everybody she's fucking real. <laughs> you mean catfish? And uh, so she went to Amsterdam for a honeymoon with her, you know, with her husband. Mm-hmm. And they're there, you know, doing you know the weed and shit, you know, whatever they did, and some chocolates and stuff. She brings me back a chocolate, two chocolate bars. Um. Uh, and then she brings me back this little. Is it like actual chocolate or like drug chocolate? Drug chocolate, okay. mushrooms. It had mushrooms in it. Ah. And um, she brings me back this little kit. And inside the little kit, so you open. It's like a little Velcro, like a like a purse, like a coin. What is it called? Coin purse? Or yeah, like a pouch. Yeah, like a pouch, but it's like a, it's about this big, so it's like harmonica size. Oh, you fucking leprechaun. So it's like three. <laughs> like, it's like no. So it's a kit. It's a kit. So I open up the kit, and inside the kit. It was the coolest gift I thought. Coolest gift I thought at the time. Inside the kit was a piece of glass, a scoop, <laughs> a vial, and a, a metal straw. You like the girl from was it Cruel Intentions? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It? But it was a good little kit, and I was like, that was so cool. I mean, I didn't use any of it. I thought it was too cool to use. So I just kept yeah. it, you know. But like, 
I thought it was a cool story. How did she get the chocolates through? Did they? They just they just brought them back. Oh. I had uh, one of the regulars at Fox one time told me that he went to Amsterdam, took a giant one of those big giant candles, those three big candles, hollowed out the center, put all of his drugs in there, <laughs> Jesus put Christ. the wax back in, melted it and sealed it shut, and put it in his bag, and he got through customs, dog sniffs, and everything. Wow! And he like came back home and broke it open, and then. Had a whole mess of shit. Does he not know that we live in America and that every drug is here? Well, this was it was a long time ago. Probably. Yeah, this oh. was. This was like, yeah, because this had been about 10, 15 years Now, ago. some drugs are harder to come by mm-hmm. than other drugs, but, you know, Memphis is a hub. Of, yeah. I, I mean, it's a hub for many different reasons. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, you know, more drugs come through our part of Interstate 40 than the rest of the country. That's in, that's not surprising at all. Because we go from, from so when they come in like this, it's Six, it's 80, 70, 60, 50, 40, all the way through. And then when you get to when you get to the other side, it mm-hmm. goes 30, 20, and 10 into like um, Florida. New, New, yeah, Florida and stuff like that. Yeah. So, and then when they're coming from the West, it's, I mean, from when, the, yeah, when they come from California side, they're just coming straight down. They're just hitting 40 all the way. I mean, whatever it's called there. And then they, they come up and then they hit 40 to move all the way to the other side of the country. And they go back up. I remember when I was coming back from like someplace in Texas, I had this Texas Ranger. It was actual Ranger, like the TV show. And he pulled me over and he was like acting like he wanted to search my car. And I'm like, what are you? Do-? I'm like, I'm just speeding, you know? And I remember getting back and then I was talking to like a police officer here in town. And they're like, yeah, they're kind of that way because it's just such a huge drug traffic mm. coming through there. And you would be unsuspecting, but you would also make a great like mule or whatever. I don't know if that's Yeah, the right because term. also, yeah, 100%. The guy that told you that is 100% correct. But like, you know, they're using all kinds of shipping methods, whatever, and then the loads that get caught by the cops. Those are the those are the decoy loads. And oh, really? And it, I don't know that for a fact, but when they get when they pull a truck over and it has say five hundred pounds of marijuana, there's seventeen trucks that just went by with. Oh wow! Been yeah. Watching too much Ozark. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm just telling you, that's, it's just true because you know they have they have loads that they set up to get busted mm-hmm. and if anybody does get busted it's gonna be one of the less loads well that's cool that's that's good to know <laughs> fucking el chapo over here, man. <laughs> he's, he's hey if you're gonna find out i might be el chapo's nephew <laughs> we're not going to mexico man <laughs> you're 23 no i'm saying the me. 23 and me oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'll go el chapo oh dude so they they where they have him kept is like there's so much security around like that prison where they're at. What the, prison is he at? I, I forget what it's called, but I saw it the other day. And in his wife in jail too. Yeah, and like it, it he's not getting out. Yeah, like they can try to dig a tunnel. Fucking, <laughs> they did that multiple times with him. Didn't yeah, they? so what yeah. they've done in Mexico before, they just. They just busted him out. One time he just walked out like the it's front like, door pretty much, like right? Wild because well, who is going <laughs> to stop the cartel leader? And they could say, if you all stop us, we're going to kill every family member of yours. Yeah. Who's going to stop them? Yeah. Nobody. Um, but like, you know, I'm sure they're still trying to f- figure out a way to get him out. There's yeah. no way they're not trying to get their fucking leader out. He's in Colorado, Florence, Colorado. Wow. And like, it's, you know, it's a super, it's like super max prison. There's just impossible to get into. 
He's probably cold as shit. <laughs> El Chapo. Well, we appreciate it. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you it for your fun. drug stories, Raul. We, uh, oh, I like the, we oh, is there another one? more? <laughs> there one? Do you know how he got busted? I mean, so you know how they... Uh, I do. Do you? Yeah. His son was taking pictures and the, on Instagram. And the geolocation was on, and they <sighs> saw it, and they fucking went and got him. Like so, it you can turn. Like you can easy. turn off. Like you, why? I don't know why you're even posting anything. Because they're brazen, man. They they're they like, oh, they're cartel really kids them. don't give a fuck. Yeah. But you know, your dad's on the run. Kind of, you know, should have been like more careful. But like when he posted that picture, it sent him the what is it called the IP or like they knew it would be like the geo tag. Yeah. yeah. So they knew exactly. I mean, they knew exactly where he was after that. Yeah. So they fucking got his ass. So you gotta have a flip phone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can break. Y'all should watch that Outlaw show on Amazon. I will. Though. I will. I should probably get my husband to watch it with me because it sounds like something we'd both like. Report back. And I'll find that picture. And oh, I'm, he's going to find it. I'm going to find that picture. Don't worry. We're going to get excited. text messages later on. It might be 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> but we're going to find it. We're going to get it. All right. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It was fine.